Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Tuesday, April 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, officials identified the four people who were killed in a crash on the Schuylkill Expressway in Philadelphia early Saturday morning. Troopers said 31-year-old father of two and Uber driver Giancarlo Santana of Philadelphia along with twin brothers, 23-year-old Tucker and Christian Schimmelfenig and their 24-year-old friend Michael Comerford all of Clark Summit, Pennsylvania died in the wreck. Philadelphia police responded to a report of a two-car crash with entrapment and injuries just before two 2 a.m. near the City Avenue exit. At the scene, police discovered one car had swerved across multiple lanes of traffic and hit a second vehicle. The first car spun and overturned before coming to a halt on the right shoulder of the off-ramp. The second car was struck in the rear and propelled forward into a bridge pillar on the Schuylkill westbound. The driver of the first vehicle, identified as 31-year-old Victor Spaziri, was transported to Temple University Hospital with moderate injuries. He displayed signs of impairment, according to police, and was arrested for homicide by vehicle while driving under the influence of related charges. People who knew and loved Santana say the whole world revolved around his wife, his kids, and his faith. The three passengers in the car were all from the Scranton area but went to school and worked in the Delaware Valley. The fire marshal was called in on Tuesday morning to investigate what appeared to be a homicide and arson in northeast Philadelphia. Police said a body burned beyond recognition was found inside a Honda CRV parked on Sylvester Street near Howell Street. The arson canine was also seen sniffing around the fire scene. Police do not know the victim's age or whether the victim is male or female. Investigators also do not know whether the victim sustained other injuries before the fire. Police are now checking surveillance cameras in the surrounding residential area. Officers said 911 call came in shortly before 1 a.m. for reports of a car fire. When responders found the Honda, it was fully engulfed in flames. Mm. When the flames were extinguished, firefighters found a body on the floor of the back seat. Officers said the interior of the car was burned out and the windows were broken. Police are hearing that the car was parked in the area shortly before 1 a.m. Two people were seen leaving the vehicle and soon after, the Honda burst into flames. Those two people were last seen on foot heading north on Sylvester Street. The Honda CRV has not been reported stolen and is registered in Philadelphia. The body will be taken to the medical examiner's office to determine the cause of death to try to make an identification. The animal care and control team is desperately trying to clear its shelters of at least 70 dogs after the canine flu ripped through the hunting park location. The nonprofit needs to create a second shelter temporarily to house dogs exposed to canine flu for up to a month. Right now, they're isolating the sick dogs from intakes, but they're running out of space. By Monday, April 24th, the shelter has to place at least 70 dogs, ideally in homes without other dogs due to the flu. The facility will then be disinfected. The shelter will be completely closed for dog intake on Monday, April 24th and Tuesday, April 25th to allow for the dogs to be moved and the building to be cleaned. Yeah, this is causing pandemonium amongst a lot of the shelters and rescue organizations that are trying to do this Tetris thing of like, where Moving can we put them, these animals? Yeah. yeah. Act Executive Director Sarah Barnett expressed the dire need sharing the worst-case scenario. Don't, I don't foresee us having to euthanize 70 dogs. Do I foresee some dogs having to be euthanized? Probably. But we're really trying hard to do what we can to get the dogs out before then. Act takes about 100 dogs a week as the only intake shelter in the region. They take every animal, including an 8-foot alligator that was surrendered on Monday morning. Mm. Donors have stepped up, and they're now offering $400 gift cards for people who foster for a month. In sports this morning. 
In game two of their first round series, the Sixers beat the Brooklyn Nets 96 to 84 last night in South Philly. Tyrese Maxey hit six three-pointers and scored 33 points. Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris had 20 points apiece, and the Sixers took a 2-0 lead in the playoff series. Embiid went 6 of 11 from the floor and added 19 rebounds, 7 assists, and 3 blocks. Game 3 is Thursday night in Brooklyn at 7.30. In the other NBA playoff game, the Kings beat the Golden State Warriors 114-106 to take a 2-0 lead in the Western Conference Series. The Eagles have agreed to terms with Jalen Hurts on a 5-year extension through the 2028 season. The deal is reportedly worth $255 million over the length of the contract, making him the highest-paid player in NFL history. The deal includes over $179 million in guarantees and a no-trade clause. The Phillies and the White Sox had their game last night uh, postponed because of inclement weather. They'll play doubleheader today. Zach Wheeler will get the start in the first game and Bailey Falter for game two. The first Double p- rainbow. The first, oh the first pitch for the first game was scheduled for 4-10. And the NHL playoffs began last night in the Eastern Conference the Carolina Hurricanes beat the New York Islanders 2-1. The top-seeded Boston Bruins won again, beating the Florida Panthers 3-1 in the Western Conference. Both games went to overtime. The Minnesota Wild beat the Stars in Dallas, winning 3-2 in double overtime. And in the late game, the Los Angeles Kings beat the Oilers in Edmonton 4-3 in overtime. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I know that uh, the Jalen Hurts story is, uh, you know, a pretty big deal right now, but we've got the real scoop today. Marissa's story. You're going to find out what all happened on the mystery marriage weekend here in a little while. In case you did not hear, Marissa got married over the weekend. Absolutely. Flew off to Vegas. None of us knew that was going to happen, so we get the story. We get an exclusive this morning. We better have the exclusive, right? Steve show, so we're excited about that. Yeah, she wouldn't even let me look at her ring this morning. I know, me either. Me either. (laughs) Yep, said I'll show it to you on the air. I'll be so mad if someone like Steven Singer knew and we didn't. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, we'll find out about That's that. a good point. Anyway, uh, besides all of that hubbub, we have a lot of things to give away. We're going to give away uh, 1000 bucks, of two opportunities for you to win this morning on our show alone. Concert cash keyword at 8 a.m., 10 a.m. We have a secret text word today. No, not secret text word. I'm sorry. We have Tat Tuesday. Secret text words tomorrow. Yes. Uh, we'll have your chance to win a $350 gift certificate, floating world tattoo, and piercing today. And that is up and running now. So text the word. Tattoo to three nine three three three, and you might win by the end of the program. Oh, we're also going to talk to Sarah Silverman, who will be on the show this morning. Around 9.30 today, she's going to be performing at the Met on Thursday, May 4th. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com, so we'll check in with Sarah and see what she thinks about coming to Philadelphia. Uh, these things and more are taking place during the program today, so we're going to take a quick break, come back in a second, roll out the entertainment report, and a stupid question when we get back. A Shakespearean Ooh. stupid question. I know, I cringe too. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. 
Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question time. We have a pair of tickets to see uh, the comedians, uh, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee, who are part of the Best Friends podcast. It's going to be Saturday, June 17th at the Met. And I told you I had a Shakespearean question, All so right, this sure. is it for you. What Shakespearean character has the most lines? 215 WMMR. I will tell you, you have heard of this person before. Anybody, who, even if you don't know Shakespeare, you know this character. What Shakespearean character has the most lines? 215-263-WMMR. Real quick. Yeah. When did you get the Pennywise mug? Oh, a couple days ago. Really? Uh, yeah. Was it Monday? Well, Maybe yesterday was, was Monday. It was the first day you used it. Yes, I, I didn't know. notice. I feel yeah. like we I talked about it, though. We did. Did we? Briefly. On the air. I think so. I thought we did. It was, it was, it was Caroline got it for him. Oh, we, uh, we talked about the other one that was always pouring down the front of his shirt. Yeah, so I had the Pennywise mug. All right, I like it a lot. Thank yeah. you, Paul. All right, so I have a lot of birthdays today. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to try to kind of zip right through them, which is, like I said, a whole hell of a lot today being the 18th day of April. Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, she turns 47 years old today. Uh, Jane Leaves, who played Daphne on Frasier. She's great. 62. And was she in Hot in Cleveland, was she that? She was, okay. yeah. Yep, as well. Love her. Love her. Uh, Eric McCormack from uh, Will and Grace. Was it you that didn't like him, Kathy? Oh, no, I love him. No, 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 no. It's Nick, Nick that doesn't, doesn't like, like Deborah Messing. Gra- yeah, Deborah Messing, yeah. that's it. I don't dislike her. I just think she's a terrible, terrible actress. Ah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. You know, she's really good in the Mothman prophecies. She's in it for about a minute. Uh, it is a big birthday for Eric McCormack. He turned 60 years old. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Haley Mills, who played the twins yeah. in uh, The Parent Trap, uh, the original. She was the original teacher in Say by the Bell. With the, ori- the series, right? Okay. Right up. Yep. Oh, uh, yes. Say by the Bell was actually more focused on the teacher. Uh, oh, really? That, yes. I didn't know became that. All about the kids and Mr. Belding. All right. She is uh, 77 today. Rick Moranis has his birthday. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, My Blue Heaven, Parenthood. A five-minute break. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, Spaceballs, yes. Ghostbusters. Uh, he is uh, 70 years old today, so a big one for him you as know, well. Little Shop of Horrors, too. I can't forget that one. Parenthood is so good. He's so good. Oh. That, that that snotty sort of uh, self-aggrandizing um, you know, Intellectual, faux intellectual. He's yeah, great. Trying to raise his child to be a super Perfect. being. Yeah. Yeah, in every way. But uh, he's seven years old today. It's Conan O'Brien's birthday as well, and the big 6 0 for him, too. So we wish him a happy birthday. Uh, Eric Roberts, also a year older today. 
Uh, he is uh, 67. Eric! He's been in a gazillion things. Yeah, we've had him on. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a great interview. A weird interview, but a great interview. He is a weird interview. I'll never forget the one time he, he came on and he started doing a, a mouth trombone. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing that yeah. the whole time, and we were like, okay. <laughs> he was in a mood, whatever. Yeah. Yep, he's 67 today. Uh, local gal, and we love her, Maria Bello, uh, yeah. has her birthday she's today. Philadelphia girl, right? Yeah. 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 She's in that new show on Apple Plus. I think it's Extrapolations. Okay. Is that- I've not seen it. Uh, I've yeah. seen it advertised. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not bad. It's, it's you know, it's uh, kind of, it's very involved. It's kind of all over the place. It picks up where Coyote Ugly left off. That's yeah. it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she was also in The Cooler, A History of Violence. Kathy hates that movie. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie, too. The more I see it, the more yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like I got to watch it again. It's weird. It's definitely different, but there's something cool about it. I don't know. I, it might not have been extrapolations. Was it? Was it beef? Uh, there's there, I'm beef, watching... is, beef is the new big rage one on, on yeah. Netflix. I, yeah. I am not enjoying she's in, it. She's in beef case. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so she turns 56 today. Uh, David Tennant, uh, who played Doctor Who, he had a turn as Doctor Who, and also in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Nick, he played Barty Crouch Jr. Oh, he's uh, locked in the box. The flicking tongue guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he's also in Jessica Jones. Yes. And he is sensational. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he is uh, 52 today. Uh, America Ferrara. Love her. Has her birthday today. She is uh, 39, superstore and ugly Betty. Uh, Eli Roth, another of our favorites. Yeah, he's great. Yep. Last time we had him on, he's talking about... Antonio (laughs) Margarita. Talking about defending sharks. Yeah. He's on a big crusade to make sure that sharks aren't wiped out. Yeah, it was like the shark fin soup... you know, where they uh, they fish those, they just cut their their fins off and throw them back in the water, and it's a totally lot of throwing away the the best parts of the shark. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, the Antonio Margheriti and I it never put two and two together, but Quentin Tarantino does it all the time. When Leonardo DiCaprio is going over to Italy to make spaghetti westerns, one of the directors he's going to work with is Antonio Margheriti. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, there's another like there's this thread that ties almost all, all the way through m- movies yeah, together, yeah. and I love that. So Eli Roth is 51 today. Uh, it's Courtney Kardashian's birthday today. Oh, Court. Court is 40 years old. 44 Thank years you. old. Sorry. Yes. Uh, is she the oldest of them? I don't know. She might be. Um, I think she, I want to say she is. I think is, she is. is. You, Wait, yeah. No, she's the oldest of all of them? I think she might be. Yeah. Right? Are you thinking Kim is? Uh, I thought it went Courtney, Kim, Chloe. I think that is the case. Or maybe it's Kim, Courtney. Yeah. Casey's right. Courtney, Kim, and Chloe. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's she's Kendall, Kylie. Mm-hmm. She, I always think she looks good, Courtney. Like, I, I do, too. Out of all of them. Yeah, she has a, a more natural look about her. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know how. You're welcome. I don't know how natural, but she, but more so than thank the others. You. For sure. No problem. You're welcome, <laughs> she's, sweetheart. Yeah, she says thank I you. I love you. I yeah. love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> She's uh, 44? Yeah. If I was in my 40s, I'd be that age, too. And wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be that age? Yeah. <laughs> From not in my 40s, yeah. No, not no, yet. No. Not yet. But you remember yet. what they were like? Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the very beautiful Vanessa Kirby. Uh, lovely played, Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Princess Margaret in The Crown in the first few seasons, first three Princess seasons. Princess Margarita. Margarita. <laughs> pretty badass in the Mission Impossible movie, too. Oh, yeah, she's she awesome. plays the yeah. White Widow. Yeah. Uh, I think she's in the next two as well. And she is uh, 35 years old. And then the last birthday I saved is actress Cindy Pickett. Oh, Cindy! yes. She played Mrs. Bueller. She's the one that says nine times. Oh, uh, nine uh, times. In uh, Ferris Bueller's Tale. Nine Dale. times. Yep. Nine times. Nine times. <laughs> so, 
I first became aware of her because she was on the soap opera I'd watch when I got home from school. Really? Yeah. Okay. And she had that short haircut, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she was hot back then and then went on to do all these roles. She was also the mom in Son-in-Law. Yes. As well, with uh, oh, Paulie yeah. Shore. Yeah. Yep. So she turns uh, 76 years old today. So happy birthday nine times from us, Cindy. Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. Right. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to see if we can find an answer to the Shakespearean stupid question this morning. Uh, what Shakespearean character has the most lines? 215-263-WMMR. And I have, it just says Andra. On the uh, screen here, is it Andrew or and- Andre? It's Andrew. Andrew. Oh. Hey, Andrew. Okay. How you doing, man? What's up, man? How are you? Good, bud. All right, so I need to know, what Shakespearean character has the most lines of all of them? Hamlet. Hamlet is correct. <laughs> yeah, so he probably has the most soliloquies, right? I would think so. <laughs> to be or not to be. Right. That whole the question. Yep, so uh, Andrew, hang on the line. We need to be a pair of tickets to see comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee of the Bad Friends podcast. It's going to be Saturday, June 17th at the Met in Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster, and you can also get complete details at WMMR.com. Oddly enough, you know, the person, the character that has the most dialogue in any production, whether it be film or stage, Ooh. is Cobra. Cobra? Uh, yeah, it's really? Me. I had no idea. Stallone's Cobra has the most monologues. I'm the yeah. dis- you're the disease and I'm the uh, cure? You're the cure. No, I'm sorry, I goofed up. Yeah. Uh, screw it, but I'll do it again. It's because he messed up so much and they had uh, to keep rolling. you're blue. Yeah. So, we're going to start with this. Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital following uh, the medical complication he experienced last week. Do we have any clue as to what this complication was? Nothing. Because it took him off an active movie set. Yeah, the actor is at a medical facility in Georgia. Doctors are trying to discover the cause of the quote-unquote incident, and I don't know anything. Hmm. So, uh, a source told CNN they are running tests and still trying to figure out exactly what happened. He's been in Atlanta filming his new movie, Back in Action, with Cameron Diaz, because she's getting back into yes, she is. Uh, acting for now. And also Glenn Close is on the bill. Uh, the medical complication did not occur on set. It's a complication. That's what they said. On Friday, a source told people that Fox was steadily improving after his family announced uh, the health scare via social media earlier in the week. Well, you got to go through the protocol. So if you feel something on one side, you got to feel and see if it's on the other side. And if that's an anomaly, then you ask someone, have you ever had this? And then eventually, by the fifth or sixth time, you you contact your doctor. Okay. You go through those initial steps. Uh, his daughter, Corinne, wrote in a statement, uh, We wanted to share that my father, Jamie Foxx, experienced a medical complication yesterday. Uh, luckily, due to the action and great care, he is already on his way to recovery. Wow. We know how beloved and appreciate, and he is, uh, appreciate your prayers. So, I still don't know. No. I have no idea. Uh, Casey, you mentioned the show Beef. Yeah. Following uh, the release of the show, a video resurfaced in which uh, cast member uh, David Cho, or I I think it's how you pronounce his last name, uh, describes himself sexually assaulting a massage therapist. And many took to Twitter to denounce the actor and call for a boycott of the show. In the clip, which has since been taken down from Twitter, uh, he referred to himself, uh, it says, in response to a report from the copyright holder, Cho referred to himself as, quote, a successful rapist and detailed forcing a massage therapist to give him oral sex. What? Um, And he said, um, um, uh, the thrill of possibly going to jail, you know, that's what achieved, he said, the erection quest. (gasps) 
And he said at the time, so uh, a month after the video was first released, he claimed that it was an edgy joke. Um, so some people are taking some um, issue with that. I mean, and, uh, they've taken it down. They'd be kind of insane to admit that. I mean, you knew you were being recorded, right? Yep. I don't know. I did watch, I, so I started watching the first 10 minutes of the show, and it seemed so good and interesting that I want to go back and, you know, and, and actually spend some time focused on it. Yeah. It but it, it's all the rage. It, it, I tapped out. It's um, they, the um, the two guys, or the guy and the girl, Ali Wong and uh, whatever the other guy's name is, Glenn from Walking yeah. Dead. They get into an altercation in a parking lot, and um, and then, they you know, he finds out who she is, and then she finds out who he is, and then they just beef, and they're just fighting back and forth. So, you know what remind me of initially, Preston, in the movie Duel? Like, oh, the, uh, okay. But, but it goes all, a, a much longer sort of thing. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see if it goes anywhere. Uh, reports say that John of the Majors has been uh, dropped by his talent manager, Entertainment 360, amid domestic violence allegations. Uh, the actor's departure was due to issues surrounding his personal behavior. Last month, his PR group, uh, the lead company, also parted ways. Uh, meanwhile, Majors and Fashion House Valentino mutually agreed that the actor would not be attending this year's Met Gala as one of its guests. Uh, he was arrested on March 25th over an alleged domestic dispute with a 30-year-old woman. According to authorities, the unnamed victim was taken to the hospital with minor injuries to her head and neck. He's expected to appear before a judge on May 8th as he faces multiple counts of harassment and assault uh, by the New York City DA. So you have to figure that he's uh, Kang is central to everything that's moving forward yeah. in the Marvel Universe. So, uh, and if the if his agency, you, you know that they're checking out all the stuff that's that that involving this case, you mm-hmm. know, and there's there's apparently there's a text exchange that does not look good for him, okay. and yet there's some stuff coming from her that. You know, obviously you got to get to court, and everyone's due their day in court. But right. I think right now, from them dropping him and everyone else kind of turning and and saying maybe we don't want this, it doesn't look good. Yeah, and if it goes sour, I mean, and and they need to replace him. At least there was only one film where he came in, and and they could maybe make that trans. I mean, they have switched out a few characters. How about here Thanos Junior. Thanos yeah. Junior. I like it. Little Thanos. Yay, little yeah. T. <laughs> little T. <laughs> Uh, So, while speaking with Entertainment Tonight at the season four premiere of Barry on Sunday night, uh, Bill Hader said that Carol Burnett emailed him to let him know that they are actually distant relatives. Wow. Burnett discovered that the pair were cousins on a recent episode of Finding Your Roots. And he said that he told the outlet, she emailed me. Yeah, she emailed me and said, hey, we're related. And I went, what? And he said, I told my kids... And I'm like, hey, we're all related to Miss Hannigan. <laughs> of course, talking about her role in Annie. And he said they were all like, ah! <laughs> uh, so he said that he hopes that they will be able to get together one day. He said we've been texting and emailing and stuff. So it's been really exciting. And I hope I can, you know, have dinner with her, he shared. Let me ask you, have you come close to at any point pulling the trigger on doing one of these ancestry checks? Oh, we we are. I already, I'm on 23Me. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. We, we did that. Couple of years ago, I didn't know that. Yeah. So what was it? Uh, and you yield anything? Are well, you related to Carol Burnett? No, I'm not related to Carol Burnett, and I didn't go deep enough to see if there were any like famous or infamous yeah. uh, uh, tendrils out there. But I started looking, and once you get into like you know third, and so I have like third and fourth cousins that live in Pennsylvania. It is such a distant, yeah. Relative connection that I just don't care really. Yeah. More people asking for concert tickets. There you go, man. 
<laughs> so Chris, I'm, I'm not. Uh, you know, the the family tree thing is not a big fascination. My uncle, however, it was one of his passions. Like yes. he, but before all DNA testing came along, he meticulously uh, would archive uh, the family. Look and writing out and and has a you know there there's a there's a big family tree thing somewhere. But how elaborate? How many generations back? I'm not really sure. Like yeah. back yeah. to European uh, you okay. know ancestors and, and right. stuff like my that. My grandmother did it on my dad's side. And, and any uh, good results? Any, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were relatives that came over on the Mayflower. Um, you know, so and it was like direct uh, descendants. Wow. The first governor of Massachusetts is uh, my my great great grandfather in some direction. You know, like so. And Steve, uh, just like your relative president, like she wrote it all out. This is yeah. you know, this is my mom, uh, my dad's mom, and she did it in the uh, late seventies. And yeah, it's, it's written out and explained, and it's pretty cool. Kathy, you found out your direct mother's Janice Joplin. <laughs> yes. Your direct That's mother. Crazy. No, but my uncle did do similar to what Nick was talking about, and you know, found relatives that are still over in Ireland, and they went and visited them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. And you have a lot of relatives that you did not know about in this area. Right, and then we have hidden relatives. That's, that's the, you know, more current side of the family. I don't know. I, I find it fascinating, but I also know you're tempting fate at, at some level. That you might find out something you don't want to know right, about. Right. Yeah, it's possible. That Janice Joplin was my mother as well, and Kathy and I have been <laughs> oh siblings oh all this God. time. Wow. Definitely happened. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Ray Romano appeared on uh, Monday's episode of the WTF with Mark Maron podcast. And detailed a health scare that he experienced recently. Uh, the Everybody Loves Raymond actor said that he just had to have a stent put in his heart because he had 90% blockage in the main artery, he added. Oh. Uh, he said, I got kind of lucky that we found it. I uh, shared that he has started taking medication, uh, or he, yeah, he started taking medication for his cholesterol instead of trying to keep it low with his diet. He said, I was just going to tell you, here's the kicker. So I'm on the meds, and it's got me all down now. So I figured now I can enjoy and eat some food. He should dress up Sky Reezy, right? <laughs> he yeah, said yeah. my uh, sugar level is up. Sky Reezy? What yeah. is it? Rizm, 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 Kizabs. That's really um, chilling a lot of times. You'll get these people who are in good shape, and then they're checking something else. That's why Dr. Mike is so fastidious about it. Mm-hmm. And they find out that there's this blockage that they were on, like the Widowmaker, you yeah. know? I mean, he tested me out uh, last year, yeah. and uh, it turns out I have just a, t- a tiny amount, and yeah, so he yeah. wanted to get me on uh, some medication to keep that at bay. Uh, it was nothing more than kind of what you naturally have, but, you know, keep it, staying on top of that stuff, absolutely key. Uh, so, let me see. Page 6 reports that the Los Angeles District Attorney is currently reviewing sexual assault allegations against disgraced actor Army Hammer. <sighs> Did you watch the documentary on him and, and, the, and the Hammer family? Uh-uh. MC, his uncle? No, it is not his <laughs> No, uncle. but I mean, it, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that that family has done. But his story with, like, wanting to brand the women and, you and know, eat. cannibalism. and Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's a point which you would say, okay, has this been cast this way just for gossipy stuff? And then you realize, there, no, dude, straight up kinky. Wow. like. Creepy kinky. A representative for the DA's office said, I can confirm that the LAPD has presented a case regarding Army Hammer to the uh, LADA. Uh, the matter is currently under review. Uh, this comes after a woman named Effie accused the actor of violently raping her and mentally, emotionally, and sexually abusing her in 2017 during a press conference in 2021. Uh, in a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, John Leguizamo commented on the rising use of Latinx in the place of Latino and Latina. And he had said, I don't know why Latinx is contentious, but it's contentious. People get so riled up about it. 
He said, uh, to me, it's ridiculous just the fact that we have a name and that we're checking a box. is huge. I mean, I know none of us want to be checking boxes. None of us want to be constantly talking about race, but you have to because otherwise you get excluded. Your communities don't get funding. Your schools don't get funded unless you check that box and vote. You know what I mean? And he told the outlet, but I love Latinx. He said, I know older people and some younger people don't, uh, but I feel it's progressive. I feel like it's inclusive. I feel like it's inclusive of women, inclusive of, of LGBTQ people. And I feel like it sounds like a superhero, like X-Men. And I just love the sound of it. <laughs> so he's diving into it as a superhero type of name. Is he ever, he's, he played clown in the Spawn movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he was. But a, I don't know of any other superhero nah. genre stuff that he's been in. But he's he's just great all the way around. Yeah. I mean, he can take on any role. Steve, I didn't know this in, until just now, but apparently he does a bunch of uh, voices on Batman, uh, the audio yeah, adventures. Yeah, true. Yeah, he's the Riddler on there. Oh, so he dabbles in that universe okay. uh, as well, and he plays the dabbler, which is the, the uh, dabbler. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that guy doesn't and do a whole lot. He just samples things, right? But, yeah, yeah I'm just gonna dabble a little. He knows a lot. About don't a mind little. if I do. Mm. <laughs> yeah, his, that's his sidekick. Don't mind if I do. Mm. <laughs> That's his name? The dabbler. The sidekick, I'm the dabbler. dabbler and my sidekick, don't mind if I do. This is don't mind if I do. And he's always got his fingers yeah, together. Like this. Right. Yeah, but there's like little sparks. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right, so the problems surrounding the Love is Blind live reunion are only growing. After Sunday night's live reunion special was delayed, fans have taken to social media to criticize hosts Vanessa and Nick Lachey. People who managed to catch some of the reunion are calling the married couple terrible hosts. Some are even demanding for them to be fired. The biggest source of criticism has to do with Vanessa Lachey asking the Love is Blind married couples about their plans for children. Uh, Viewers have criticized Lachey for her, quote, weird baby obsession and called out the comments as cringeworthy. I didn't see any of it, so I don't know. I don't know how she's acting with all this stuff. I like her a lot. I like him a lot. I, from my my understanding is that the thing was really uh, riddled with technical problems. Yes, and it didn't start on time, and there was the well, yeah, audio it was like issues. Ninety minutes. Yeah, delay. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was a delay, but but they're also saying she's got. I guess she's kind of nudging at these people to have kids. I don't really Probably know. Right then and there, not really sure. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, far from the only drama surrounding the reunion. The thirteenth episode of Love Is Blind was supposed to premiere on Sunday, April sixteenth. Yet, uh, or on Sunday, April sixteenth. Yet. After several delays, Netflix abandoned its planned live debut and instead pre-recorded the reunion. Some fans were able to catch the live stream on Sunday night, but the delayed episode only became available to all Netflix subscribers on Monday, nearly half a day after the special's planned premiere. Uh, It is now streaming on Netflix if you want to see that. Uh, So according to a report by Rolling Stone, F. Murray Abraham was uh, fired from the Apple TV Plus series Mythic Quest after two sexual misconduct complaints were filed against him. It's funny because, I mean, it's not funny, but it's interesting that his White Lotus character was like a handsy old man. And it turned, well, well, we don't know. allegations, but but the fact that he played a character like that. He was kind of that way in Mythic Quest, too. Was he? Yeah. A little bit of a lech. Yeah, not, not quite as bad. Yeah. Uh, as he was on, on White Lotus, the character was on White Lotus. Uh, the White Lotus star's exit was announced last April. Uh, Lionsgate said in a statement, we take allegations of misconduct seriously and investigate them thoroughly. 
as a matter of corporate policy, we do not discuss personal action. So, uh, yeah, initially we had kind of been led to believe that uh, he just left, that he yeah. wanted to move on to other things. Mm-hmm. But uh, now we find out what is essentially the truth. Yeah. Um, on Monday, John Mulaney shared a teaser for his upcoming Netflix stand-up special to Twitter. Uh, and he said in the clip, uh, as you process and digest how obnoxious, wasteful, and unlikable that story is, just remember, that's one I'm willing to tell you. Uh, John Mulaney, Baby J, will premiere on the streaming platform on April 25th. You saw him live, right? Didn't I you? Did, last, yeah. Yeah. Did you take the fam? I took, yeah, I took my boys. Okay. So, um, what'd you think? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, he's he's a natural yeah. stand-up. He's just got a way about him. I mean, the material find the material's great, but his delivery is his timing and all that stuff is spot on. And so what he does is he Mulaney proofs his material because his his delivery is so him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really you can't. No one else can cop it. You yeah, know? most definitely. So. Uh, Edgar Ramirez says that his new series, Florida Man, now on Netflix, may share a name with a popular meme of the same name, but it's not making fun of the state or its residents. Well, that's no fun. Well, uh, I, I'm sure it is, but I'm sure he's sort of tamping it down a bit. You uh, know when you end up, because uh, it's on Netflix, I think, yeah, uh, where like if you're browsing and you end up on a title for a little while, it gives you a little bit of a trailer. Yeah. So the trailer that comes up is um, uh, the dude from Avengers. Uh, the hell's his name? Clark Gregg. Um, and, uh... Coulson? And, yeah, yeah, Coulson, yeah. Okay. So he's in it, and he is, uh, like an undercover police officer. He kind of is making fun of Florida a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll give you the rundown. Okay. Here. So it says, uh, Ramirez says it does not make fun of that. It has fun with it, which is completely different. In Florida Man, uh, the TV show, Ramirez says Mike Valentine is an ex-cop in Philadelphia who falls from grace because of a gambling addiction. He still owes a big debt to a local mob boss, so he often has to do his dirty work. On his orders, Ramirez's characters begrudgingly returns to his home state of Florida to track down his boss's runaway girlfriend. What he intends to what uh, to be a quick trip turns into a wild treasure hunt that opens up a Pandora's box of his past. Uh, he said it's it's funny, it's dark, it's offbeat, it's strange, it's weird. The absurdity of the situation is where the comedy lies. Uh, he says that Valentine is one of those people who believes that he innocently finds himself in absurd situations, but in reality, he courts it. Mm. Uh, despite his title, Florida Man is filmed in North Carolina. Liars! I know, that's what oh, they're doing. man, I hate that. Yep. Uh, so, Kathy, yes. a little bit of Yellowstone news for you here. Oh, okay. Uh, the end may be fast approaching uh, for the Paramount Network blockbuster series. Do you need to lay down? Is it because report. Kevin Costner is not yes. resigning? Well, um, that and there's a reason. There's reasons why he may not be resigning. So he was told to build a baseball diamond on his cornfield. <laughs> oh man, seriously! The show is set to end after the upcoming second half of its fifth season. Sources uh, claim to the New York Post on Monday. Uh, the issue appears to be a clash between Kevin Costner, who's reportedly expressed a desire to significantly cut down on his workload for the fifth season to focus on other projects, and its creator and showrunner Tyler Sheridan whose sources claimed have developed a significant ego after becoming a major player in the film and television industry. Um, So, according to... It says here, it's the same as with any showrunner and big star. There's respect, but there's friction. A source was uh, stated, and this source is described as a well-placed individual within the production. Mm. Uh, So, there's a bit of a clash going on between... 
there, the showrunner and the star. Two sequels on right now, and you're watching. Which sequels. one do you you watch? Both of them, Kathy, or do you watch? Um, I watched one of them. I did not watch the other one. You 19... 1983. Six, three? 1887. Whatever it is. <laughs> well, I, did, I watched the one in the 1800s. I didn't watch the one in the 1900s. The, I have right. to go to that one. Okay. Uh, adding to the uncertain uh, uncertainty around the series is the lack of date to resume filming for the second half of the season. Which could so they be... haven't even filmed the uh-uh. second half of... Oh, wow. Yeah. It could be disrupted by an impending shutdown after members of the Writers Guild of America voted to authorize a strike over pay issues. So mm. that could drag it out even more. Pajama pants. Did you wear they them cannot, yet? <laughs> yes. They cannot cancel this show. Yeah, Yellowstone. Pajama pants. Oh, Casey man. got them for me at Marshalls. No. Well, Ross. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Yes. I forgot. You're, You're a Maxx. I'm a Maxxinista. I mean, listen, nothing against Marshalls and Ross. But you TJ are. TJ Maxx is closest to my house. Do you think so, they, they're going to wrap this up? Do you think they're going to go? They, what they'll do is get, uh, they'll go out ride a uh, horse ride, and they'll find Kevin Costner's <laughs> body like a cat mutilation. Well, the, listen. And that'll be that? If, no, if this ends, I mean, he has. Uh, escape death so many times they have to kill him. Okay. Like if this is really over the end, he needs to be dead in the okay. end. And they but, could have a spin-off with uh Rip. I forget. I always Cole, Cole Hazard, Hauser. Yeah. Fart. They could yeah. easily do do something with him. I have a question about uh TJ Maxx and uh, yes. Ross oh, yeah. and, and Marshall. So yeah. if you're a Maxinista, what what are you if you shop at Ross? You're, you're a did, Ross boss, I no, guess. No, weren't there names for them, too, yeah. in the Marshalls? Well, a meth addict. No, Max and Easton was from their commercial. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I thought I thought we had names for well, Ross and Easton. Oh. You dress for less at Ross. Okay. Now, now Max and Marshalls are actually under the same umbrella yeah, uh, company. So when you buy a gift card, it's good for Max, Marshalls, and Home Goods. And Sierra. But, and, and where? Sierra. What's Sierra? It's like an outdoor, like almost like an REI, but on the discount side. Do they have them around here? Um, there's not one. I think there might be one out, maybe in like Exton or out that way, oh, but not to... real close to Nick, us. Nick, did you hear? Do you know about this? Sierra? Yeah. No. Never heard of it. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of. We need to do a field trip. <laughs> yeah. Show field trip. All right, let's go. <laughs> that's in Nick's uh, lane, definitely. Yeah, I'm an REI man myself, but uh, I'll branch out. Yeah. Okay. And you like saving money, too. REI sure, too. So there yes. you go. Yeah. I mean, you do the um, the yard sales. What are those things called? Yard sales. No, the <laughs> garage sales. Oh, the garage REI. Yeah. What is... Oh, the oh. garage. Yeah, yeah. What are they called at REI? Oh. But, you know what? Well, let's table this and come back. Right. Wait a minute. Yeah. They, have, they have garage sales at REI? They have like a, yes. members can bring in stuff that they, if I wore a pair of hiking boots once and, and I would no, sell it. What is it? Consignment. I didn't know that. There's no, a name for them. Else. There's a name for them at REI and oh. our listeners will text in in a matter of moments. Ariyanistas. Ariyanistas. Uh, it's okay. like a garage sale. Casey's closed, but that's not it. All right. All right, Kathy, we're going to Sierra. Let's we're, go. Oh. Exton. Exton, yeah, okay. Oh, oh. there's one in Exton. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Uh, by the way, uh, back to uh, Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so another highly placed Hollywood source suggests that some of the blame for the friction on the set lies with its creator. They said uh, Taylor is the star of his show. He's the most important person on all of his shows. They're saying the Costas character might die when some Maxinistas come across the border. <laughs> they said hopefully Kevin will return for the remaining episodes if everyone works together. But it looks like Yellowstone mm-hmm. will end after this season. A third source who knows Sheridan uh, seemed to suggest that the writer and director was keeping the negotiations close to this, making it difficult to get a sense of what's really going on behind the scenes. The show is huge. Yeah, yeah it it's a shame if, yeah. It, if it would end because of that. One last story. Uh, Top Gun Maverick breakout star Glenn Powell will join uh, Daisy Edgar-Jones in Universal and Amblin's Twister movie. <laughs> 
Uh, the new story is not a sequel, by the way, nor is it expected to bring back old characters. Uh, the studio is describing it as a new chapter in the story. Edgar it's about Jones, the couple that owns that cow. Uh, Edgar Jones <laughs> is describing it as, oh, I'm sorry, Edgar Jones will uh, star in the project as a former storm chaser who, after surviving a disastrous tornado encounter, now works a desk job. However, uh, she will soon be forced to, you guessed it, go out to the breach once more. <sighs> don't need no desk jockey out in the field, Preston. No, they don't. You uh-uh. forgot what it's like to chase these suckers. But uh, Glenn Powell has signed You're on. a pencil pusher. You're not out here <laughs> eating weeds and dirt. Yeah, you're corporate. You're corporate. How dare you. Scumbag. All right, I got clips. Second season of Blind Spotting. Continues the story of the 2018 film of the same name. Here, actor and co-creator David Diggs talks about the adaptation from film to television. Here we go. We didn't want to make a TV show, um, and Lionsgate really wanted us to make a TV show. And in, in thinking about the process of making the film, we realized that the only story we were interested in hearing more of was Ashley's. And by extension... A bunch of other characters could could also exist in this world. I don't. I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. Uh, Blind spotting is available now on Stars. Here's our next clip. The Rugrats back for more adventure, uh, Binkies, and childhood chaos. And in this clip, voice actor E.G. Daly ah. talks about the evolution of the show. Here we go. You know all the little original things that we loved and. You know, how wide and vast their imaginations and the adventures took them. I think that none of that changed and the relationships didn't really change. All the charming things, all the tough parts, all the silly parts, all the funny parts, all of it just came back to this um, this new version of Rugrats. You're a complete dirty <laughs> hoop. Didn't we have her here one we time? Did. We did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I yeah, like they, her. She's big in the, uh, some of our favorite 80s movies. Absolutely. Uh, better Off Dead. Yes. Or, she, yeah, it's Better Pee-wee. Off Dead. She's in that Pee-wee's Big Adventure and a great movie called Fandango, if you've never seen that, a Kevin Costner movie. Uh, the Rugrats is available now on Paramount Plus, by the way. All right, and that's it. That's what I got for you, entertainment-wise, this morning. We have a lot happening. Uh, we are having uh, two opportunities for you to win $1,000 in MMRBQ tickets. It's MMR's concert cash. We'll start the first one less than an hour from now, 8 o'clock. We'll give you the details and all that stuff. It's also Tattoo's Day, so if you want to win a free President Steve tattoo from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street, text word tattoo to 39333. Sarah Silverman joining us this morning. A bunch of other stuff taking place. Concert announcement. Yeah, we got it all. Be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR presents Concert Cash. Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to MMRBQ this September. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to MMRBQ in September. See official rules at WMMR.com. It's Concert Cash. Sponsored by Meineke. Tires, brakes, batteries, and more. Doing car care right. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we now have a Preston and Steve exclusive All right. this morning. We get the story. We get to find out what happened over this weekend. We have a little music to play. We now 
give you Mrs. Marissa, whatever your last name is now. <laughs> Magnata. Yay. Same. Is it the same? Yeah, Are you gonna you're gonna stay with Magnata? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys decided well, this stuff or not. Professionally, you might keep your name or you might do a hyphen in, or you might or he might take your name. We know Matt, yeah. you, you know. Yeah. And he's great, but uh, any idea? Listen, you you got to go through steps to change your last name. It's so. a pain in the ass. Yeah. Is yeah. it really? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's the last Lindenmuth in his lineage. Um, his sister's married. So, so his last name is Lindenmuth? Lindenmuth. Linden okay. I know. The other day I'm like, what is his last name? Yeah. <laughs> We've just known him as Matt forever. Mm-hmm. Lindenmuth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, man. You know, <laughs> You know what, listen. Preston? I, I just want to spill it. Yeah. You just want to spill it? Yeah. Okay. Our quota reached 2 million clicks on the website this quarter, and I didn't know how to do it, so I figured, let me go get married. <laughs> and people right. oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> That's our quota now? Yeah. No, so... Uh, but by the way, there are photos on the website right now. Of course you can see this. <laughs> All right, so this happened. We, we get the news. Let me, let me share with everybody how we found out. We got a, a text that came across at 4.55 in the morning. Um, Sunday. Sunday morning. Uh, and it was a caption that said, uh, I'm taking a personal day on uh, Monday. And there's a picture of you and Matt, who I couldn't even tell it was him because it was from the back. And as he changed his hair color, and I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? But anyhow, uh, it's the wedding photo. You guys got married. Um, you didn't tell any of us. And so we have a thousand questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anybody know? Preston. Nobody knew. Nobody knew but you two. That's Nobody it. Nobody knew. Not one single individual, either than you two, had any idea. Oh, I'll get to that in one uh, second. Okay. All right. Um, we just did this. I don't want to say we did this on a whim, but... No, because there are some, definitely some plans had to have been made. Yeah. Yes. So, so Matt and I have been following along. Punk Rock Museum opened up in Vegas. And you guys are big punk fans. Yeah, it's full of like rancid and yeah. offspring and all this like awesome green days. It, like, and this, this and, is a brand. New, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is a brand new museum. Yeah, just okay. opened up like two weeks ago. All right. Um, and I mean, like the Clash, and it, it just it's like the history of punk rock in this place. It's awesome. And as they were posting about the uh, museum opening up, they added a line at one point that said, "You know, there will be a bar, a tattoo parlor, <clears throat> and a wedding chapel." And Matt and I have been dating for a whole bunch of years, and <laughs> Um, you and know. you're great together. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and over the past few years, we've, you know, hit some kind of like rocky patches and had some not great people around us. Are we and talking not rocky, your rela- one, yeah. rocky one, well, two, three, or sure. <laughs> your relationship has not. Yeah. Not the relationship, but but just things around in, in, your, in your own separate personal lives. Life obstacles. Yeah. Life yeah. obstacles, exactly. Yeah. And all of those obstacles just made us stronger as a couple. And that's a good sign. Which was yes. a great sign. Absolutely. If we could get through everything that was happening, we are here. So we kind of, I like texted him one day and I was like, babe, should we be the first people to get married at the ah. punk rock museum? Like, would that be cool? And you he was like, to him? F- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. You did. So, to be you? fair, he proposed to me like five years ago at an Eagles game. Right. What? He looked at me and he's like, we should get married someday. And I looked back at him and was like, if we're dating in like five years, maybe let's talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you I refuse to get married until it's a punk rock museum. <laughs> yes. Right. I, listen, I'm, I, you know, I, I want to say something, something that I observed when we were in Florida in, in Universal Studios. And, so, and I know, uh, Marissa, you like to pay attention to, like, little subtleties and stuff like that, and, and you're really great at capturing images and stuff like that. And I remember um, 
you caught a picture of Preston and Michelle holding hands as we were walking through the streets of London. And it was it actually might have even been Philadelphia. But either way, you saw this moment. It was really sweet. It was really candid. They had no idea it was it was, you know, but you were paying attention. You saw it and you captured that moment. I I actually captured a few moments in my mind of you and Matt together in Florida where I was like, holy, you guys really love each other. Like, what's going on here? No, 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 no. Just real, like, like nobody was looking. You weren't, you weren't doing any of these things for show. And and it it can be just a little, like, a subtle, like, you know, rub on the back or whatever. But I know but I, but he could a little nuance. Mm-hmm. I caught the same vibe. I mm-hmm. happened to be. Um, I was in their closet. And they were sixty. <laughs> <laughs> and they were sixty nine. Vigorously, yeah. Okay, and I'm saying there is there's something there's here. Something, yeah. yeah. All right, we, we don't even have like the majority of the story. I still <laughs> yes. want to know, but uh, I just have to ask this because this is the first person I thought of. Did your mom know? No. Okay. <gasps> wow. What about your dad? Nobody knew. How okay. did they feel? Everyone is ecstatic. All right, good. Everyone got a text message. So when it when this happened, um, we were deciding how to kind of like announce it. So we had this photographer who ended up coming out. We decided we could wait like twenty four hours until she got the photos, um, and then we were scrolling through photos and we found this one beautiful like it kind of looks like editorial like magazine Vogue. Right. The way it was laid out, um, and I was like, we could just put this on Instagram and May just, just kind of throw it out there. Yeah. The photographer. Went with you or was there? Okay, so I'll spill the whole thing. Okay, you guys yeah, yeah. want all this? Yeah. You guys yes. are going to These die. These are unstage secrets, so no. it's okay. Yeah, you guys are going to die the when way, this all came together. Matt's on the hotline. Okay. At what point should we bring him on? Whenever you guys all feel right. like it. Do you want me to bring, bring him on? on. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Magnata, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Lindenbrook, the jury. Hey, guys. Why are you waking me up so early? <laughs> hey, Sorry. C- congratulations, man. Thank you guys so much. You're now officially in our family, too. Now. That's right. Well, make sure kind of was honored. already. Yeah, but, yeah. but now for me in. officially uh, in all the way. So, All right, so we figured we'd bring you on and feel to jump in at any point in time. We're going to hear the story of, uh, of how this all unfolded. So... I think I, I told you guys that, like, we kind of said, like, we could be the first ones. We thought it might be a little hard to be the first people to get married there, that there was going to be a lineup of people. It was not that hard. They no. were just like, oh, you guys want to do it? Sure. We just don't have a date. We don't know when it's going to happen. And, like, just be on the ready. So yeah. we kind of have just been on the ready for this all came together, guys, in, like, two or three weeks. So you, uh, so this is the, the, the modus operandi is to get to the punk rock museum mm-hmm. and, and be the first. Uh, did they give you any indication as to whether or not other people had made inquiries and locked dates in? Um, we didn't. We just didn't know. Didn't even know. We did just we, just picked a date. And was it by happenstance? You were the first. No, well, we told them we wanted to be the first, okay. and a few uh, like a few days before, we were like, "Hey guys, so like, do you have a time slot that we should show up?" Yeah, like that was on right. Wednesday, last Wednesday that we even got that. Wow. So I we bought tickets. I found a dress. I found some shoes. The dress Matt, is great, by the way. Hey, thank you. That looks great. Now. Um, no, no. <laughs> thank you to the chick on Poshmark who got it to me within 24 hours. Wow. wow. So I have a question before leading into this, because yeah. Matt, I wanted to ask you, Marissa said five years ago you had mentioned about getting married, and then was there any talk of that ever before this little mention of the uh, Punk Rock Hall of Fame? No. I, wow. I mean, it's not like I had a ring out at the Eagles game. We were like... <laughs> we were tailgating and drinking and having a really good time. Like we always do. And mm-hmm. it's one of those moments where you're like, we're pretty 
we're pretty cool together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, no, we never we never really dwelled on it. And um yeah, just like life kept happening and you know, obviously the past few years have been pretty pretty good wild for the world and everybody. And we survived it. So, you know, we I think it was just kind of like that mutual feeling of like, yeah, this is us, this yeah. is right. Yeah. Let's do it. So Go you knew it. you knew it was going to happen at some point. You both knew it was going to happen at some point, and then and then, uh, did, but technically, because Marissa saw this about the punk rock museum, she quasi proposed. Correct, and it was perfect. Yes, yes. absolutely. Okay, I, there was it was like a hundred percent like green light. Go. Let's make yeah. it happen. Yeah, it wasn't like she had to she had to sell you on it. There couldn't no, be. No, not at all. There couldn't be anything that was more us. And yeah. I do want you guys to know, there will be a party. Okay. Oh, there will be a big old party that happens, oh, okay. and we'll See, get to celebrate this. Well, that's what we weren't sure about. Yes. We thought maybe you guys did this because you you didn't want to have Damn big... it, we thought we got out of a wedding. Oh, you don't have yeah. to come, Kathy. <laughs> no. I wasn't invited to yours. You don't have to come to mine. That is totally well, fine. Well, here's what you do. Make, make it one of those delightful Pringle can parties, and we'll be right. there. Yeah. yeah. Will it be a wedding or just a party? Uh, uh, we haven't talked about that okay. yet. Right. There's no so plan. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to where you left off in the uh, the planning stages. Yeah. So it's happening. That? We get we get flights. We kind of find out that we have to be there early on Saturday. We decide to get there early just in case, like somebody shows up at the museum and right. is like, "Hey, we want to get married. It's Vegas, right?" They couldn't turn them away. Yeah. Uh, what, when, when did you? I'm sorry. When exactly did you know that you were going to Vegas to get married? Like. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay, okay. Yes. all right. Under so you, two weeks ago. You came to work on Friday morning. You knew that you had a flight. Yeah. And then, okay. All right. All right so you didn't book your flight on Friday after work? No. Okay. No, no, no. It's a little thing. By the way, guys, I'm not a Vegas person. Matt is not a Vegas person. The only reason we went to Vegas was the punk rock museum. I am, that's the one thing yeah. I was a tiny mm-hmm. bit shocked about. The punk rock thing, I totally get, but... Not being in Philadelphia, I didn't quite understand because you guys, you're, you're diehard. That's why there's going to be an awesome party okay. at the end. All right. Okay. <laughs> at some point, when, when we can when we can be in a place to throw the awesome party that we want. Let it breathe. Yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. Do it when, when you want to do it. When Claire and I got married, we waited a while to do some things. And we were yeah. glad, like the party, the celebration, yeah. we waited a while. It was great. And the photos are great. Where did you find this photographer? Okay, so the week's happening. We get the flights. We get the dresses. Matt's going to the van store to get some new vans to wear. All of these things. On Thursday afternoon, I call my friend Justin and I ask him, hey, can you keep a secret? Matt and I are going to Vegas to get married. Who is this? (laughs) (laughs) So one person knew. One person knew. All right. Thursday afternoon. Thursday. He goes, without even flinching, he goes, great, I'll be there. He lives in L.A. now, so it's really easy to get to right. Vegas oh, from that L.A. Makes sense. And I'm kind of shaking what I'm asking, because it's I, I realize that this stuff is a little nerve-wracking when right. it happens. I hadn't gone through any of this wedding stuff, right? right? And I go, great, because I was just about to ask you if you can officiate the wedding. We have to bring an officiant. And he's like, yep, absolutely, I'll be there. They don't have an on-site um, officiant. They don't. Okay, they oh, don't. that's fine. Yeah. This is not oh a problem. This yeah. place is oh, just it. open three weeks ago, and it's run by punk rockers. They have nothing like that. Right, I didn't okay. realize that was, I saw the picture. Yeah. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell now, Yeah. yeah. looking at the pictures, Justin Peasy, formerly of NBC10, yeah. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Okay. And then who's the photographer? So, uh, Matt, um, drives up, we get to the airport, we're on the plane, I am looking at the Punk Rock Museum's Instagram page, and there's this photographer that I've kind of been stalking for a few days, I love her work, 
And uh, I had kind of reached out. She's like, ah, I'm, I'm booked this weekend. And I try again. We're literally taking off. And I go, hey, we just got our time slot. It's 12 p.m. on Saturday. I know you're busy, but you're probably not busy till the nighttime. Do you want to come? And while we're in the air, she DMs me back and says, I just talked to my son. He has a soccer game, but he said, it's okay. I'll skip it. I'll be there at 1215. And you guys have an hour. Oh, Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. All right. When did you start packing for your trip? Oh, I forgot Matt was on the phone. <laughs> well, Imagine him. I completely forgot that he was even on the oh, phone. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Matt? It's like I'm just listening to you guys. <laughs> now, to add to the chaos and how unorganized this all was, just with the logistics of this new museum opening, and, I mean, they did a great job with this museum, but they certainly are not, like, operations people putting on weddings on a regular basis. They had nothing organized. We were going through TSA, and I was on the phone because they finally figured out how to, like, accept our payment <laughs> to do the ceremony. All right. So it was, this was all last second. Right. That's wild. Because they're making a really awesome museum, you know, not a wedding venue One yet. of the benefits of all it being last second and sort of uh, rushed isn't the right word, but um, not having to think about it too much in advance is that you both probably never got too terribly nervous. Was that the case? And did you get any, did you get nerves or did you feel any butterflies in your stomach at any point? No. Nah. I think on the car ride there, I got a little antsy. Our Uber driver was a talker, and I was like, oh, dude, just shut up. Uh, no, but he was he was very nice, and the guys were just talking about stuff. Um, I think it's the only moment. Okay. Yeah. Well, you didn't have to worry about other people nope. being happy. Right, right. Wedding, you know, yeah. you just worried about you guys. You don't have to invite anyone. Yeah, exactly. Preston, I packed on Thursday. Oh, my God. It's a record, you, Kathy. Wow. It was her the wedding. She packed before. early. <laughs> she packed <laughs> early. Yeah, ahead of time. Oh we we said this yesterday, and I was like, there, I was like she doesn't pack early when we're going on like a, when she's going on a planned vacation yeah. i was like this didn't seem to be all that planned so we weren't sure that you uh you even packed until right before so yeah. you get out there you, you you got your photographer you got everything lined up you get there you get to the you go to the punk rock uh museum uh and are anyone there to greet you or how you know what's the so it was just the staff um yeah. they're actually they were giving some tours uh jen from l7 was there pete from sick of it all they like just like walked past us through our wedding. Wow. Um, the staffers were there. The staffers all kind of lit up because we were the first wedding. Like, we walked in in a white dress and mm-hmm. a suit, a black suit, and they were like, oh, my God! You yeah. know, the, the security we guard... We thought you guys were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the security no guard one gets married here. Yeah. was like, we're not going to give you guys wristbands. We don't want to ruin the what, the photos. Right. So they kind of, you know, thought out a little Very few things. Very nice. And we sat in the bar for a minute, and they were like, all right, whenever you guys are ready, just go upstairs. And at the top of the stairs, it's just a little chapel. There's a big picture of Sid and Nancy on the wall, that famous one where they're like, handcuffed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a little pews and a red backdrop and some candles. It's a kind of like the Sid Vicious room, if you will. Okay. okay. And uh, and they were just, it was just kind of like, go. Any pre-recorded music or just uh, punk music? Um, I think there was. It was playing throughout the museum. Okay. Oh, so right. I already had it. Yeah, yeah. The room sort of had a theme, um, but there was yeah, nothing specific for our ceremony. That's why. All right, so so just the two of you, the officiant, did any of the staff members watch? Yeah, what was the guy's name, babe, that was watching from afar? Ruckus. 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 And, uh, I'm going to be your witness. Uh, My name is Ruckus. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> no video? No video. Oh, no. man. It was quick. It was a quick ceremony. How long? Uh, Five minutes? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about getting the proper paperwork and all that stuff Oh, done? so as soon as we got off the plane, we landed at 1030. We went right to the Clark Court. Cl- Clark? 
County Courthouse. Okay. They're open till midnight. Okay. We walked right in. <laughs> They're open till midnight. Do you have so, to do it differently back in PA? Do you have to, uh, I forget how that works. You do have to do it with Nevada. You have to do it within Nevada. And Pennsylvania, you have to get it within Pennsylvania. Gotcha. So when you walk out of the chapel, the punk rock chapel, mm-hmm. do they, are there people there throwing used hypodermics on you because it's a punk rock thing? Or what? <laughs> Great. It's this Sid Vicious room it's in lieu of rice. They did have Joe Strummer's last bag of weed in <laughs> there. So, right? That's the kind of stuff that this place has. It's so really cool. You're in Vegas now. You are married, mm-hmm. and you're going to go take care of the legal stuff. But but so did you had had you pre planned any um, honeymoonish type things to do? No, it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Justin, oh, so Matt, Justin, and I, uh, we were all together. This was our celebration. So the night before, we were out until four or five in the morning playing blackjack, like Vegas time. Right. Uh-huh. So at this point, I'm going on like 27, 28 hour day. Yeah. Um. So we just kind of woke up. We we started talking about it, and Justin's so good. We started talking about punk music and, like, the festivals we've gone to. And we pretty much at some point mentioned that Rancid is our favorite band. And during the ceremony, he started reading some Rancid <laughs> oh, lyrics. Oh, okay. no way. A lot of yeah. their stuff is wedding-based. <laughs> From which, uh, which song? Honor is all we know. Yeah. All right. Honor is all, right. all we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. we don't have that one. I'm going to play some Ruby Soho for you. <laughs> That's kinda, we, we only have the hits. So... so- done this before um and he's just that good so he just did that and it surprised us and that was it we exchanged some rings actually uh we didn't really plan on much of this i happened to bring my mom's wedding band she had just given me a few years ago because it just didn't really fit her anymore her finger was still in (laughs) matt brought uh her his grandfather's ring so we just exchanged them just for the photo or the format okay but um here's another surprise guys then we went to top cat top cat we just got our rings tattooed. Oh, on our oh, oh that's why you did that. Oh, <laughs> got your rings tattooed. Yeah. So it's a little diamond with an M on the and an M on the other side. I have mine oh. on the side. Matt has it on the top. Okay. And so now it's just kind of there. Wow. All right. And oh it was in Vegas. Did you get it? Yeah. So after the ceremony, we like went and got some brunch. And we were hanging out, and we were like, "Let's just walk around, see if Brunch we can find a so punk rock. <laughs> see if we can find a tattoo shop." And we did. Uh, where did you, Matt? Where did you say you went to? It's it was uh, so it was really cool section of town, uh, the Arts District of Vegas. It's like very off the strip, and and not what you typically think of Vegas to be. It's more of like the vintage shops and like kind of hipster vibe, I guess. A little more bohemian. Very. Yeah. All right. And uh, so we, we did brunch, and then we found this Top Cat Tattoo Club um, and vintage shop. Um, and, yeah, we, we just we cruised in and both put our hands down and started getting ink. <laughs> Very wow. nice. Uh, by the way, Marissa, somebody texted and said, how did you get the flowers? Who took care of that? Justin. Okay. Oh, Justin man. woke up early. He called some. He called a couple uh-huh. of shops, and they were like, ah, we can throw something together. We showed up. He handed us a bouquet, put a button ear on Matt, and. We went for it. Very wow. nice. Yeah. Wow. So you, you then so the rest of the time is just tearing it up. Uh, yeah. Did you get any chance to consummate? That's the question. <laughs> Dude, thank you. Yeah. That'll be the post show podcast. We'll oh, talk okay. about guys. Right. That's only on our OnlyFans, our Patreon. So um, uh, no, but like and yeah, then, we gotta we gotta pay for the wedding. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cool couple hundred bucks, guys. Yeah. Uh, no, like and then it just kind of happened. So we took the photographs. This photographer was amazing. Her name is Jamie Y, and um, the staff was so great. We you know they have a little um, bar there called Babe. What's the name of the bar? The... Uh, it's Triple Down. Triple it's, Down. Yeah it's, um, yeah, it's owned by a famous dive bar owner in, in Vegas. He has, 
uh, Frankie's Double Down and now Triple Down in the museum. No it looks really cool. And you, did, how long did you guys stay in your uh, in your uh, wedding outfits? Because oh. that's kind of cool. Uh, the well, whole day. Until oh. we texted everybody yeah. at two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the next day. That's so within the bar, they only have a couple of sh- uh, drinks. One of them is called the Fletcher, which is named for Fletcher from Pennywise. And it is uh, a rum and Coke in a Pringles can. Okay. And you pour the Pringles out, and you get to eat the Pringles. Yeah, so when you said Pringles, there were Pringles well, in I it. saw the picture of you guys doing the Pringles uh, yeah. duck bill. Yep. Um, well, uh, I think we all said yesterday, like, and, and I thought it immediately. I said, I'm like, this is so her and them. <laughs> like, it just mm. was. It is, but it isn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is, but it isn't. Like, because I, I, I know you. Uh, I from... couldn't see her in, like, a traditional wedding setting. Like, this, to me, seems like it was very you. No, just the, the, the non-planned nature of it all is what I'm <laughs> saying. Because, you know, I've worked with you for so long, and, and you are such... Uh, you pay such attention to uh, detail. You are the 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 yeah, net that catches. Yeah, but she's very spontaneous. That's, I know that. work stuff. Yeah, personal stuff. I don't think you're very detail oriented. I, I mean, I'm detail oriented, but I would rather just plan my life sporadically, but make sure everything is perfect when it comes. I, to I work. would imagine that your wedding would be a standard thing at like the Knights of Columbus Hall, and <laughs> you know, with like a. No, this is exactly what I would have thought you would have done. But, I, but because I, of uh, like, I know you love photography. Mm-hmm. I know that the the photographer was was probably the most important element of all this, and and these pictures are so great. They, I mean, yeah, they you're to be so really. You got to be so happy Thank with you. how everything turned out. When that when that message came across, I was like, oh my god, that is. But I, I have been thinking about it, obviously, for the past few days with like no one to talk to about right, it. Right, right. So what, what was the act when you told your mom to that point? Mm-hmm. When you told the family, how did you tell them? Well, so. When we saw that one photo, Matt and I looked at each other and we're like, this is the photo. Let's just post it before we go to bed. It was like 5 (laughs) a.m. Philly time. And we just... Both your parents do streaming shows on Instagram. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Again, with the extra on the OnlyFans. Right. Um, Well, hey, Marissa, remember, we also had somebody kind of unknowingly blow us up on the internet. So and we were like, uh-oh, crap. <laughs> ruckus in the back. He's standing in the t- tattoo parlor. He snaps a photo and he Freaking ruckus. posts it on the Preston and, I'm sorry, on the Punk Rock Museum Instagram page. And and we're at brunch and Matt just goes, oh, crap. His buddy Rick Thorne, who is like an old BMX guy and musician and, and comedian now, uh, posts, oh, my God, event, or, you know, Matt and Marissa, congratulations. And we look up at each other and we're like, oh, crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> People are going to know. And then it started leaking out. Pat House follows the uh, Punk Rock Museum. So oh he gosh. posted one, too. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we have to be on top of this just a little bit. So when they found out, they found out vis-a-vis social media, or did you did you actually tell them? Yeah, your parents, your parents. had to at some point. Say uh, we sent them a text message with right. a photo of us, and we sent it to like our big. You know, my family's pretty small. Matt's family is pretty small. So we sent them a message. It was five o'clock in the morning. So and, we and sent them the message, and where were we? Message. Where were we on the list? You guys were up there because I know I had to take <laughs> off we, yesterday. Were we there. top three? <laughs> top five? Uh, I thought yeah. that you... There was only four group texts yeah. that we sent, and it, and you guys were one of the you four. Guys right. That means we were last. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, the I, figured, four I figured you had to send, or you, you wanted to send that prior to what you posted, right? It you, went out like 90 seconds before the before, post went out, yeah. yes. And then we passed out because it was early right. in the morning. When did you actually get to speak to your parents? 
Like, it's on Sunday. Okay. Sunday. Yeah. All right. And and, what, and, did, what, yeah, what did your mom and dad say? They're ecstatic. Okay. My dad was ecstatic. I know, uh, you know, there were thoughts Have about... Have consummated yet? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's thoughts about, you know, everybody has a dream of when yeah. your children get married and all. And, and we told them, like... We're going to throw a party. We're going yeah. to do all of the awesome stuff. We're going to celebrate this as a family. Matt and I just can't do that right now. You know, we can't throw the party that we want to throw. Right. Yeah. So this was for us, and this was really cool, and we'll, the rest will come. What are you going to awesome. do for your honeymoon? Ah. Yeah, we came out to Philly. Keenan's and Wildwood. Nice. Again, it took a while for us to take our honeymoon, and we're glad we waited a little while. So (laughs) we waited, Shell and I waited like almost a year before we officially took a going away trip together. Probably what it was for us, Preston. It took a while. Well, we did get off the plane, drop our bags at Xfinity Live, and go over to the Sixers game. That's fantastic. Wait, you dropped your bags at Xfinity Live? Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. I called funny. our friends over at Xfinity Live. I was like, hey, we're just getting off a plane. Do you mind? And Tony, uh, Monica, our friend over there, was like, I hear you got married. I was like, yeah, we're on the plane to Vegas. Can you help? From Vegas. So a wedding on Saturday and then a Sixers win last night. Yeah. That's fantastic. In fact, uh, we didn't get there until the second half. Our, our flight was delayed. Um, they didn't start winning until we got there. <laughs> right. So there That's you go. That's right. I don't know. I just, I've always... I've never been somebody who grew up and, like, dreamed about what my wedding would look like. I mm-hmm. never pictured what my dress would look like, what the venue would be. In fact, like, thinking and picking that out to be, like, the one spot freaks me out just a little bit, stresses me out. All I knew is that I always just wanted it to be memorable. Well, you got that. Are your parents going to pay for the big party coming up? or Because uh, sometimes there are traditions with yeah. the, the bride's father or the bride's family picking up the, the wedding expenses. No. I think that's a little bit of the reason. I mean, that would be on Matt and I. I we would choose to do that. And yeah, I think, I think we've we've really drawn the line that we're untraditional as possible. <laughs> right. Yeah, cool. All right, good. Yeah. And your family th- th- doesn't hate that. I'm oh, sure. Oh, they're thrilled. Yeah, I get my hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh, man. So there was a little bit more celebration. So we, we went out, we went to brunch, we hung out, we got tattoos, um, and then we, like, went to... Killed like, a hobo. Cocktail bars, and, like, went found some really cool rooftop place where we watched the sunset. They have, like, $2 million in gold bars, you know, little Vegas-y cool stuff. Um, and then as the day's going on, I was, I was like, it would be really cool if we had our, like, wedding dinner. Um, if we came all the way to Vegas and had our wedding dinner at Mark Vetri's restaurant, the Philadelphia chef. Right. So, of course, nobody back here knew yet, so I didn't want to call any of my chef friends, so I called Mark Summers, who's friends with Mark oh, yeah, Petri. Sure, yeah. And I was like, Mark, this kind of happened. I sent him a photo. Do you think you could, you know, help us get a reservation? And he did. So at 9.30, the night of our wedding, we went over to Mark Vetri's restaurant at the top of the Tower of the Palms, and wow. we had this phenomenal, phenomenal Italian dinner. All right, so you included Philadelphia yeah. in the celebration. That's yeah, yeah, excellent. yeah. Nice. Wow. Anything we can That do. is crazy, man. You guys did it. You, yeah. you did it. You did it your way. Yeah. <laughs> The, are, are you Which guys? I think Sid Vicious did a cover of yeah. one time, so I think it ties right in there. Are you sad you were right there and didn't get to see Jeff Dunham? Was that a big? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's you, you should have brought up the sore points. God, he's such an accomplished ventriloquist. Wow. All right, well, listen, we do have to take a break. Thank you guys for sharing the full story. We appreciate that, Matt. Congratulations, man. Thank you all. All right, wow, you guys did it. I love you, babe. Let's hear it for oh, Matt. segment on the plane yesterday. It was fun to like watch you guys so perplexed and like 
trying to figure it out. It was great. Thank you for all the messages and everything from everybody on everywhere. We, we love you guys all. The awesome. punk rock newlyweds. Plan your wedding now at the Punk Rock uh, Museum in Las Vegas. We got to take a break because we got some money to give away. Yeah. We want to stay on time, so we'll come back with Cosmic Cash and Bizarre Files. Stay put, friend. We'll be right back. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea... That'd be great. Thanks. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Steven's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Steven's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is 8 o'clock. It is time. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right, that word is call. C-A-L-L. And you'll have until 15 minutes out of the hour to enter it. You can either do that on the contest page at WMMR.com. Via the MMR app, or you can text it to a special contest short code number that we have, which is 45911, and one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now. Winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. For MMRBQ details, text the word finally to 39333. We'll send you a link to the info. This contest is sponsored by our friends at Meineke. And the word again is call. C-A-L-L. Enter it now. Now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right. This morning, brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Got junk? Want it gone? Got floors? Want them clean? Call J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Veteran-owned and operated. Started right here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Call 844-GET-J-DOG or visit jdog.com. All right. You want a doozy to start with? Yes. An Indian couple has allegedly died by suicide by using a guillotine-like mechanism. Oh, my God. To decapitate themselves in a oh, self-sacrificial no. sacrificial ritual. Dear I know God. Bed Bath & Beyond says a hit on her guillotine, but... <laughs> this is what that was, pretty much, Steve. Um, like a love guillotine? Hamubai Makwana and his wife, Hansaben, uh, both died of decapitation oh, after my. using a homemade bladed mechanism... God. In a hut on their farm. A police inspector said the couple first repaired a fire altar 
before putting their heads under the guillotine-like mechanism held by a rope. Uh, as soon as they released the rope, an iron blade fell on them, severing their heads, which then rolled into the fire. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? That's kind of cool, though. I mean, uh, they're able to work. That's like one of those Rube Goldberg things. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah so it takes a lot of time. It's like when you you know set up your uh, the, the dice, you know, or the... Uh, the, the um you know, the... Uh, Mousetrap? Yes, exactly, yeah. Instead of the cage coming down on the mouse, it's your head going rolling into, the, into, the, into fire. the fire. Yes. That's cool. Fire is considered sacred in Hinduism, and it plays a significant role in several worship rituals. The couple apparently designed the device used in their beheading in such a way that their heads would roll into the fire altar. But that so much work went into this. Completing their sacrificial ritual. And you're not around... Like, the bitches, you, know, you yeah. can't... It worked! Yeah, uh, police said that they, uh, who said that they have found a suicide note address. Family members have launched an investigation. The couple has survived by two children and their parents. It shows you the difference in the cultures because Claire and I have built our own suicide catapult. Oh. And it's just, you know, it's a different thing. Sure, sure. Uh, family members reportedly told police that the pair had offered prayers in the hut every day for the last year. Ritual human sacrifices are not unknown in India where official data shows that there were more than 100 reported cases between 2014 and 2021. It's amazing. But almost all known cases of human sacrifice involve people killing others to please gods rather than themselves. So this one was kind of unique. Wow. A pizza delivery to the wrong Detroit house led to a shootout on Thursday night. Sources say that a pizza was ordered to a home. However, that pizza was delivered to the wrong house, and the people who got the errant delivery ate the food. Yeah. When the people who ordered the pizza confronted the neighbors who ate the pizza, yelling <laughs> turned into gunfire. Oh, no. And as many as 30 rounds were fired during the fight, oh, no. and five people, including two 14-year-old boys, were shot. Jeez, now, I don't condone any of this, but when you're hankering for pizza... It's kind of... Um, yeah. yeah. You, you know what get, I'm saying. You can get hangry in a big way. It's off to the guillotine. One of the teens was shot in the abdomen. The other one was struck right. in the face. Wow. That's a, not good. A 31-year-old man was shot in the face, neck and leg. 32-year-old man was shot in the leg, and an 18-year-old man was hit in the hand. I mean, these people were putting holes in each other left and right. What kind of pizza? All victims are listed as stable. There was uh, no word. Wouldn't it be a bitch if it was like, you know, Hawaiian pizza or something like that? Pineapple? Yeah. Uh, Ten people were taken into custody, including several teens at the scene. All but one man was released. Police say one of the victims who was shot may have been a shooter. Wow. Two people pulled over by police took concealed carry to a new level, Mississippi authorities said. Officers found a handgun hidden inside of a quesadilla from Taco Bell. That one's got a lot of kick. A man in the passenger seat shoved the gun inside the quesadilla soon after its discovery during the traffic stop. Run for the border or I'll shoot you. In in addition to the gun, officers found methamphetamine, liquid heroin, and drug paraphernalia as they searched the car. Uh, the man was arrested on charges of including possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute while in possession of a firearm. Yeah, we're looking at the gun. Eh, it kind of fits in the quesadilla. Yeah, it's a smaller handgun. Kind of folded a little bit. Uh, the woman driving the car was cited for disregarding a traffic device and was released. Got to say, you couldn't do that with the guillotine. No. Mm-hmm. Two teens were reenacting a robbery scene with real guns. <laughs> When one of the teens was shot and killed inside a Detroit home on Friday night, the teens were playing with real guns at the home when one of the teens tripped. One of the 15-year-olds uh, fell with the rifle, pulled the trigger, shot his friend in the chest, and the friend died. No parents were home when this happened. Police are still trying to figure out where the firearms came from. So that's just a tragic story. 
All right, here's an idiot for you. A uh, Tennessee Air National Guardsman is facing charges after applying to be a hitman on a spoof Rent-A-Hitman website. <laughs> this thing is catching. This site has caught more hitmen yep. and, and people seeking a hit. It's insane. Josiah Ernesto Garcia was charged Thursday after submitting an employment inquiry. To Do the you rent- have a car? To the website Rent-A-Hitman.com. Oh, he answers questions <laughs> like this, Steve. I kid you not. <laughs> Uh, inquiry to the website rentahitman.com, which is a parody site that includes testimonials from yeah. reported satisfied Hitman customers. The website was originally created in 2005 to advertise a cybersecurity startup company, but the company failed, and over the next decade, it started receiving many inquiries about murder-for-hire services. Yeah. Garcia indicated in February that he had military experience, rifle expertise, and requested an in-depth job description. So he followed up on this initial request and submitted other identification documents and a resume, including that he was an expert marksman and employed in the Air National Guard since July 2021. The the resume indicated that Garcia was nicknamed Reaper, which was earned from his military experience marksmanship. Wow. Garcia sent another follow-up email days later saying that he didn't hear back after submitting a resume. And according to investigators... I know you have people to kill. Garcia wrote in the email, Why I want this job. Then he wrote, I am looking for a job that pays well, related to my military experiencing, shooting and killing the marked target. I think we'd really be a home run. He said, so I can support my kid on the way. What can I say? I enjoy doing what I do. So if I can find a job that is similar to it, such as the one, put me in, coach. He wow. literally wrote that. Okay, dummy. After Garcia sent more follow-up emails, website owner at the direction of the FBI responded with an email saying, Josiah, a field coordinator will be in touch in the near future. You'll receive a message when they're ready. Timing is based on client needs. And on April 5th, an FBI undercover agent contacted Garcia for a phone interview, which he asked, how soon can I start and what do the payments look like? The undercover, this gets better. The undercover agent asked Garcia if he was comfortable with taking fingers or ears as trophies or performing torture at a client's request. His response? If it's possible and in my means to do so, I'm more than Um, capable. So he'll work with you. Yeah. He wants to work with you. He doesn't want to be an obstruction. In an in-person meeting with the undercover agent on Wednesday, Garcia was presented with a target package consisting of photographs and a description of a fictional target's name, weight, age, height, address, and employment information. Garcia was told the target was the client's husband, who was abusive to her, and that the client was paying $5,000 for the job with a down payment of $2,500. After agreeing to the terms of the murder arrangement, Garcia asked the agent if he needed to provide a photograph of a dead body. Garcia was then arrested by FBI agents, who in a subsequent search of his home recovered an AR-style rifle. That is so, wild. So he's going to... You take away the hitman stuff, though, but yep. that's how handle an interview. That right? Yeah. He, he was very, very precise and thorough. Followed up, asked questions right. to go get her. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, maybe not for a hitman, but for office work, I think you got a winner here. There you go. Alright, uh, you've got about five minutes left to enter the word call. That is our MMR concert cash giveaway cash word. So send that over now. Call. C-A-L-L and you can do it through WMMR.com. Uh, you can also enter it through the MMR app or you can text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Good luck to you. Uh, we'll take a break. Sarah Silverman's coming up around 9.30 or so. we got some other things to get into. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach. 
celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tam and Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. There's this uh, story that's making the rounds, uh, and it's actually a uh, professional baseball player. Uh, Anthony Bass plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, and, you know, your discussions about plane etiquette all the time as far as, you know, uh, sharing the armrest and uh, <laughs> taking your shoes off and all these other things. Well, pleasuring yourself. Pleasure, not, yeah, yeah, pleasuring yourself. And so there's a little bit of a uh, controversy or a discussion or debate that's been popping up after he had tweeted about his recent flight saga. And it actually has to do with his wife. So the 35-year-old um, posted on Twitter a photo of his two toddler daughters on a flight playing on uh, electronic devices. And you can see popcorn strewn all over the seat, all over the floor. And in the accompanying caption, he wrote, uh, by the way, his spouse is uh, traveling alone and she's uh, 22 weeks pregnant. He explained that the flight attendant on the trip had, quote, made his wife clean up their kid's food mess. And he voiced outrage over the situation. He wrote, the flight attendant on United just made my 20-week, 22-week pregnant wife Traveling with a five-year-old and two-year-old, get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. And then he wrote, are you kidding me? (laughs) And so he obviously thought that was out of line for them to ask her to clean that stuff up. Right, right. And uh, people responded to that. And I'm curious as to how you guys would respond. So in in the studio here, there's a picture of what it looked like around the area. Mm Mm-hmm. And what's your? So you all have kids. I I do not. So I mean, when you have a kid, if you take it to a restaurant, take it. <laughs> take the child. What is it? Uh, take your your baby or your yeah. whatever your toddler to a restaurant. It, it, a mess is inherent, right? It's going to happen every single time. It happens on planes. And Steve, as a parent, you are uh, uh, responsible for uh, at least making an attempt to clean up that I mess, agree. right? Are you just hit yeah. it? That's exactly what. So, as a non-child owner, <laughs> right? Owner. I, it you don't no. have it, yeah. but I that would be you make an effort at least. Yes, uh, to, to, to clean up to, to police the area it's, a little bit, and I think somebody would say, uh, "Oh, here, let, let me help," or, or maybe the, the, yes. the staff would assist. Just that alone gets you across the finish line. And, and it's embarrassing, quite frankly, like especially at a restaurant because you know that it's going to happen and you, you don't want it to happen. Yeah. But the, also, you are aware of the fact that if you have a toddler, it's going to happen. So just do the best you can to prevent it. And then when the mess inevitably does happen, clean it up as I'm best sorry, you can. sorry, the children are eating ribs. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, I wouldn't even try to prevent it because you can't. It's yeah. going to happen. Right. However, you do more than try to clean it up. You clean it up. All so right. Your, your case, yeah. you're seeing this, and because and, this stuff is strewn obviously around and could be... It's not like, you know, they're asking to resurface the chairs. And listen, I don't think she should get up every time something falls no. on the floor. But, like, at some point, yes, so sorry. Let me, you know, pick now, this all up. looking at the photo, I could see if the mom was sitting in the chair. She may not see. She may see one yeah. 
colonel that we can see in this photo. <laughs> and if they pointed it out to her, I, I think I would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that they just made a mess like that. I'll, I'll clean its mess up. No. Uh, but um, I, I agree. I, I, I never I loved you, it. I think you clean it up. If you had a couple little errant, you know, if you didn't get every single last yeah, one, right, right, right. that's acceptable. As long as you get in there and you just start doing some cleaning up. And, and there were texters. For the most part, uh, did uh, side with the airline. Uh, the overwhelming uh, amount did, but some did go the other way uh, and think that no, it's a. And somebody had posted like, "What do you, you, if your kids make a mess at the movie theater? Do you clean that up off the floor?" Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. So, okay. so I get. So the the point of one of the some of the detractors are saying, well, after they get off the flight, people come in and and, and clean the thing. But you, as you said, Nick, you don't just say, "Wow, they'll get it. Yeah, right. They'll get it. I'll yeah. make a total mess." You what have the to hell? make an you have to Come make on. an attempt. But there are, I mean, it's like there are two different people. There are the people that are like what we're saying is like, yes, you have to attempt to clean it up. You have to clean it up. And there are people that just don't think yeah. you have to, and that it's not your job. Like, yeah, you you paid to eat at the restaurant, so now you're going to leave the mess for the server to clean up. Like, there are people that just that's how they see it. I know. It's yep. weird. Yep. And flight attendants obviously were, uh, <laughs> were commenting quite uh, ferociously I've about s- this. I've seen people, and it's my heart goes out to them, like at restaurants where the kids make it a mess, or spilling over stuff, and, and then, you know, and literally getting down and cleaning up stuff and picking up stuff off the floor. And, and I've never seen, it, it, it's, 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 you feel so bad because they're, they, I think parents tend to feel 10 times worse than they probably need to be if the kids are making a mess. And, and I think a lot, most people understand go, you know, I got it. I understand it's hard to corral this. But to me, it, it, it would seem, they seem very embarrassed. Most people do. Yeah. Some don't. I know. Some don't do not I know. care. But I also, I, listen, I... I wouldn't. I was never embarrassed or anything, and and this is like something that I I yeah. you know tell my brothers who have new you know new babies is like don't shelter them because they're babies and don't take them to the restaurant. I think that's why I can go out to eat and go to a restaurant is because I took Jace yeah. from the the second he was able to go to a restaurant. Like I, we, I taught it how to behave. No, seriously though, <laughs> honestly, yeah. and like I will say sometimes if like you know he's like lounging in the I'm like you're at a restaurant and he sits up because he's used to going to restaurants and he knows how yeah, to you, act in a same restaurant. Same with us. Same with us. My parents would take us out. We went to restaurant restaurants, and, you know, this is how you behave. This mm-hmm. is what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, did we screw up? Yes. But we got that course right from the beginning. And did he it- get, I'm sorry. Did he get this uh, flight attendant fired? Was there a follow-up? Okay, so there was a follow-up, and his response was um, uh, he posted an update informing his followers that United Airlines is taking care of matters with the flight attendant internally. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know, right? So he's getting yeah, somebody's job. Also, but that's also him saying that. Like, Well, but if he's not saying that and it's actually the truth and said flight attendant is now uh, facing Right, but I'm just saying you actions. don't know if it is. Okay. Yeah, there's, they, there are aspects you know, to they, this story that are unclear. Yeah, like people um, like that who are going to, like, you know, just throw that out there. Well, Kayla wants to comment on this real quick. Let me go to her. Hi, Kayla. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Kayla? Um, so I just want to say I follow Sydney and her sister, Jessie James Decker. Um, she's a music artist. She was married to football player Eric Decker. Um, she still is, but he's no longer playing football. Um, so she had posted about this yesterday before uh, Anthony did. And I don't think it was that they wanted Sydney to clean up the popcorn. It was the way in which the flight attendant approached her. Um, what I saw Sydney and Jessica originally posting yesterday was that the flight attendant came there with a wipe. Um, it was like, oh, the captain wants you to get every single drop of popcorn, um, which is 
kind of unrealistic when you're on a plane with two toddlers and 22 weeks pregnant. Um, like, obviously, she was going to do her best, but to, to have her, like, it was just kind of a, more of an embarrassing situation, and the way the, the flight attendant went about it and what was said to her, like, you need to get every single drop. Um, By the way, how, how would the captain know? How would the captain know? I'm sorry, sir. We have an issue in the. Uh... Uh, we have a filthy child uh, yeah. that's a dropped popcorn all over the floor. Uh, someone needs to kill it. Yeah. Oh, I feel like they they use that all the time. Like the captain said, the captain, captain doesn't know like, what's going on. Captain doesn't know there's popcorn on the floor. Yeah, I, I'm sure the captain didn't know, but I think it was just the way the flight attendant broached it. Like you must get every single drop. Like not just hey, get what you can. Like we understand she's two. And it was also popcorn that United had given to her. It wasn't like she brought it on the plane herself. Man, <laughs> I'm still thinking you got to clean it up. You, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for but sure. You, it wasn't that she wasn't going to clean it up. It was just the way that they went about it and were, like, adamant that she wanted they wanted her to get every single drop and, you know, do, you know not... They, they should have said colonel instead yeah, of not drop. Because that's what probably confused her. Yeah. Yeah. She's pregnant. She's got, she's got baby brain. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, but, I mean, uh, right, so I think you, both sides sort of... Now, listen, it doesn't give you carte blanche to be rude. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't know. He didn't, in, in this particular right. post, he didn't indicate anything about them being rude. I also think, like, anyone with kids where this is happening, they they know. And you you just got to hope that, that they're going to get it. Like, to say, you need to clean up every last thing. Like, who says she wasn't going to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you can't wait until they're off the plane to... Right, find right, out right. that they didn't Oh, you that. followed them home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't I didn't think I was going to follow you, did you? I don't <laughs> side with the lady whatsoever and Kayla like she's calling in like she was standing there listening to the, you know every single bit of the conversation and they, there's a flight attendant at the front door. Yeah. Uh and she wasn't there so she doesn't know and I'm just looking at the mess there and um I you know you just clean up after your kids. I'm so Steve. I'm sorry that you're pregnant and that you have two kids with you but Right. You know, I agree. You almost sounded like Joker a little bit. Right. The first movie. You want to know scars? why there's popcorn on the floor? Because it hasn't been trained properly. Uh, let me go. And he carved a smile in my face. Let me go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. How are you guys? Good morning, good morning Ed. Ed, buddy. What's going on? All right. So I have four of those little things that tend to follow me around everywhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Damn things. <laughs> So, by, like, kid two or three, you kind of, like Nick said, you know. Yeah. It's not like you want this to happen, but this is going to happen. Yes. There's no avoiding it. So, we always just kind of plan ahead. When we sit at a restaurant, I'll get a couple napkins, unfold them, and put them on the sides of the high chair. And we have, like, for when we fly and everything, we have traveled, like, a little map. Oh, we're losing you. Travel on there, you just bundle little mats. it up, little and, mats. You know, dump it out in the trash yep. can, and move along. So it's, yeah, yeah, you should be prepared for the mess. Yeah, I, I, I flew, uh, Jeff. I flew. Uh, the in fact, it was was it flying back from Florida? Oh. Florida. There, there was a, a a mother and a kid next. This kid was like mother. Like, like, yeah. like, oh yeah, like uh, a more travel sitting in front of you, right? Yes. This, this kid, yeah. I kept. You heard me. I kept yeah. saying, "What is this a dwarf?" It was the but this kid, kid is better tra- traveling than adults. <laughs> um, you know, if you're traveling Thanks, with, a, with, a, with a child or a toddler, uh, uh, inherently, I my heart goes out to you because it's it's a chore, right? And there's also that part of me that, like, when I'm on the plane and I hear the baby crying, it's annoying. Like, if I want to go to sleep, I, I get the fact that like it's going to get on the people's skins, but. 
as a parent, there's very little you can do to, to yeah, control yeah. that. You just your heart has to Man, go out to the parents. Shell was a pro at traveling with our kids when they were babies. She, she was a, such a pro. She had a system. She would help out other parents on the yes. plane. Your wife would come yep. on the plane. With treats for other kids. She didn't want me to fly with them because I would mess, mess up the up? system. Yes. Yeah, I kid you not. She it's preferred stressful. it when we I don't want you there. Them. Yeah. You don't know how to treat them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Preston, it, it, this makes me think of this hilarious. I think it's the pilot episode of Modern Family. Cam and Mitch, you know, the, the gay couple have adopted a kid. They're getting on the plane. They're, they don't know how to travel with the kid. And, and so they, you know... Um, and so, you know, uh, I think it's Cam is feeding uh, the, the, the baby some, some treats. And so somebody walking by goes, huh, look at the baby with the cream puffs. And so um, I forget which one is Cam and which one is Matt. But the, the one is the lawyer. He's like, oh, a gay couple with, oh, with, with cream with, puffs. With, and he's feeding them cream oh, no. puffs. <laughs> and then, yeah, he, 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 oh. I think his, uh, Cam gets up and goes, We'd like to pay for beverages for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a different different uh, side of this conversation that somebody texted in about. So this says, my husband gets peanuts at the Phillies games and drops all the shells on the ground under his seat. It bothers me so much, but he acts like it's no big deal. <laughs> you know what? So here's the deal. I'm a you hypocrite. actually raised That's a good what question. you do there. Yeah. Like, you remember the ground rounds? Of course. <laughs> yeah. That was part of their thing? That was their I, thing. You could throw peanuts on the ground, the shells. It was no big deal. It's expected. I went to a urologist who had the same policy. <laughs> wow. That was the same policy. Okay. You know, uh-huh. a medical uh, waste. No, but it's so so that at but a ball game, peanuts, I, do you peanuts collect up your peanut shells and, and sunflower seeds. Yeah. People spit them out. Uh, how do know? they clean up the seats? Because I've never Isn't actually the, stuck around to see how all the, that stuff is done. A leaf blower, right? Don't is they, it a leaf blower? They come through and, and yeah. uh, like literally blow down the sections. Yeah. Well, would I, you guys? Would you guys? Would you hold on to the shells and put it in a cup or whatever? No, or no, no, right no, on the floor? No, they do the ground okay, thing yeah. right, because yeah. it's. Total it's what everybody does. Right, you just like went, talked about this woman. She has to clean up. Well, you're tossing peanut shells but, at your feet. But, but it's, it's, at a ball, plane. it's at a ballpark. Yeah, where it's kind of legit. Still, now I also now I would put listen, it in a cup, Cappy. Hang on, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave my empty beer cups and uh-huh. and, and other right, trash right, right. stool. But and, and I'm and, I, and I'm 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 facing my hypocrisy here. But peanut shells, yeah, yep. they go right on the ground. <laughs> oh Absolutely, they're, they're biodegradable. They're biodegradable. <laughs> You're outside. It's good for the environment. We're making compost over here. Yeah. I do keep it in That's my funny. area. Like I, I will I will try not to do it to the you know to the row in front of me. I'll oh. tell you the delineation. If you're eating peanuts or popcorn in a, in a theater. You're not going to... S- no. No. Nope. You're not going to do that. Yep. Because that's indoors. This is an outdoor park. I can understand the gray area there. I, myself, I probably would still, you know, put the shells in a cup or something. Or on, on the person in front of me's head. Yeah. So <laughs> I was a, a busboy. I was a waiter. And I also cleaned the um, the cafeteria at college, right? So after lunch and dinner, I would clean the cafeteria. And, and the, that one pissed me off because... When you go get your food, you get it on a tray. And when yeah. you're done with your, with your meal, you take the tray and you put it. Right, you know, th- there were racks for you to put right. your trays. And nobody would ever do that. So uh, this is not me bitching about that, but it gave me more of an appreciation. So I tend to clean up after myself. Like if I go out to eat with, you know, whether I'm with the children or not, I will, when I'm done, kind of like stack, put, stack and put, put it on the together tray. And, yeah. yeah, put it on the tray and, and bring the tray back up. That's we, what you do. Yeah. We try to make it as efficient uh, for the server or busboy as we possibly can. Yeah. It's just something we've always done. I mean, Rochelle was a server. I worked in a restaurant. Right. You know, I was in the kitchen. So You're pre-bussing. We, we, yeah, we kind of pre-bus yeah. the table. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't fully do the wipe down or anything no. like that. Oh, but but you'll, you'll refinish but it. I collect everything. Yeah, we'll put a little lacquer I, on I it. Sand sure. it we'll down. Stain. You got to sand it down first. Yes. Right. Then you got to clean up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hang on. I want to go, go to Steph, who is a server. Hi, uh, Stephanie. Good morning. Morning. Sorry to bother you at work. Uh, nah. What's up, Steph? Uh, so I'm a server. One, I want to agree with Casey. That girl has no idea what went on on that flight. She was not there. All right. Okay. Okay. Second, um, I watch people all the time coming with kids. One, two, three kids. Sometimes it's just one and two parents, but the kid will outnumber them no matter what. Mess everywhere. I see them start to clean up. I'll usually stop them because they made the attempt. Just making the attempt made me happy. Okay. In fact, I like when they just wipe it right on the floor. It's so much easier just to sweep it up. I'm okay with that. But at least try. At least try. So what we, so we said earlier, and I think that that's it. it. Just that effort alone for you, and you, you deal with this all the time, makes all the difference in the world. That's right. No all right. Presumptuous. Thank you. All, all right. right. There Thank we you. go. See from a, a professional. Uh, hang on here. Uh, Pat has a comment. Hi, uh, Pat. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Hey, good morning, good morning Ed, man. What's up, Pat? <laughs> Patrick! <laughs> I, I, just, I just wanted to say, like, so... I, on the other end of it, like, when a flight's over, I mean, they do clean the planes, right? Like, so, like, in, in that situation, I see a pregnant woman, there's a mess on the floor, like, and I'm an employee there, like, I'm probably going to talk crap about them behind their back, but I'm probably just going to grab a vacuum and clean it up before I go tell a pregnant woman to get on the floor and clean it up. So, right. Pat, you're, there you are, you're, you're, um, you're the passenger who's supposed to get onto the next plane, right? And your your flight's at one thirty, and you got to wait for the flight attendants to clean up after all their all the kids that are on the plane. Like you can't board the plane until the flight attendants clean everything up. So, what you're saying here now is is all right. Well, there's 150 people on the plane. Everybody can make a mess, and and the flight attendants got to clean it up. I, I mean, I could probably. With a little dust buster, clean up <laughs> in about ten seconds. No, so what, they, they come in, they're ready to go, and, and they can clean it up. However, it, it, just just would it be too much to make an effort, Pat? I think that's what people are saying. Is not, that not, not at all? Not yeah. at all. But I'm just saying, like, to, rather than end it up on the news, yeah, <laughs> you got to understand. There's nothing, literally, nothing else going on in the world than <laughs> well, this. Yeah. That's the thing, and that's it's, why it cut through. It's on the news, not because of the flight attendant, but because of the privileged the celebrity. baseball player. Yeah, He's a yeah. baseball player. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, interesting. All right, Pat. Thanks for your uh, your two cents. Uh, let me see. I will go to. Hang on a second, Peter. Hi, Peter. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Hey, Peter. Uh, First of all, as Sierra would say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this could have been avoided. Uh, you know, the next point, it's going to happen. Parents, though, can be a little bit responsible, but giving the kids a toddler popcorn is like giving them a glitter bomb. It's going to end up everywhere. And in a public location, come on, man, a little foresight. Are you, are you talking about on the airlines uh, side? Yes, sir. Uh, the, no, on, yes, well, I am. The, because the airline yeah, gave, gave him the popcorn. popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Um, so something that's more containable as a treat or to keep the kid occupied, anything other than popcorn. Well, they usually, It's my understanding is they usually hand out to the kids, they'll hand out gravy boats. Oh, so. okay. Well, no, in, listen, any snack item you're going to give to a kid is like that. We're talking about Cheerios. We're talking about... Um, uh, you know, pretzels and things like that. So it, it's going to make a mess, you know, no matter what. I mean, it, it here, we keep calling these kids it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Peter. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch don't it. It's not touch training. It. It's angry. I mean, baby, baby. 
sounded horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I will. Yeah, you spilled it all over the floor. Hey, uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Mike? <laughs> How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Um, a bunch of years ago, when my son was a lot younger, we were shopping at Acme, and he accidentally knocked over a display and knocked over a bunch of stuff. So he looked at me, I looked at him, and I said, you know what you need to do right now, right? He said, clean it up. I said, that's my boy. There you so go. He started cleaning it up. No muss, no fuss. Next thing I know, a woman comes around the corner, sees what's going on, and chastises me because my son's cleaning up his own mess. And she started to clean it up for him. Wait, was this, and this was a customer, a fellow customer? Yeah, just some <sighs> random person. Was it, was it, was it a, a woman? Just, mm-hmm. Does a woman just butted into your thing? What's that? A woman just started criticizing you out of the blue? Was that who came I, around I, the corner? Yeah, I think we lost it. Yeah, it was, it was I, a fellow I, customer. Yeah. Who said that? That's, I think I'd mind your own goddamn yeah. business. I'd oh, my punch God. Punch her right in the face. Yeah, that's, Dude. that's basically what I said. I was furious. I looked at her. I said, he's my son. Nobody's upset. I'm not yelling. He's simply cleaning up his mess as if he was home. No, yeah. that's your that's your business. You told him to do the right thing. If, if you somebody knocks over a display, uh, you, you, you're you supposed to at least, again, make the effort and try to do that. Yeah. You were right. Exactly. She was wrong. And I looked at my son. I was like, thank you for being more mature than that person. Was. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Mike, I exactly. hope you follow your <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's about, get your nose out of out of this guy's business. Listen, Preston, have you ever seen, I've seen adults knock stuff over and walk and away. Walk, Not yeah. even kids. Yeah. The other day, so I'm in Acme, and if anyone in Acme has wonderful chocolate chip cookies, and then they have these smaller versions now that are perfect to have with tea. So there's one of those those plastic containers, you know, mm-hmm. where all four parts of the corners have to, the little dimples have to lock for it to hold. So I'm walking around, and of course I have a little bit too much in my hands, and it falls on the floor, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> so what? Yeah. this is how I did it. And you can tell me whether I'm wrong or not. I collected up everything, I, I, I put it back into the container, I took the the uh, bar code off of it and and went up and checked out too because I dropped one of their things they were attempting to sell yeah. and made it unsellable. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I did it. I seen a dollar. They didn't make you pay for it, I'm sure. Right? I paid for it at the self-checkout just for the hell. I, I, I felt bad that I ruined a product. I, okay. I know right. that, that might be a little a bridge too far for some people, but I cleaning it up was the thing as well. Right. And man, those cookies were rolling all over the place. Mm. I broke a bottle. I was at uh, I was at a liquor store, and I went back into the the, the cooler because they had beer there too. And I had a bottle of gin, <laughs> and I dropped. Or no, I went outside. Actually, I went outside. I had just bought it, and I oh. dropped it. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! I broke this full bottle, <laughs> and I brought it back in. And I'm like. Look what your bottle did. They said as long as the seal wasn't broken that uh, I could get a replacement. Oh, yeah. nice. So it was, uh, they, they, they. That's pretty nice. They have that uh, in place. Did you pick up the pieces of glass or whatever? Or? I, well, I couldn't. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I told them that uh, I made a mess. And, and of course, they were going to, you know, I can't, I can't go picking up glass. I don't have a. a uh, a broom or uh, the dustbin. What I can do is give you a free commercial. On the radio <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Let me hold on. Now, Chris is a flight attendant. Hi, right. hi, Chris. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Good. What's up, Chris? So I'm a flight attendant, and um, kids come on all the time to make a mess. Um, so do adults, um, but I would never have them clean up the mess. I mean, we talk about them afterwards and say what spots they are. And- <laughs> 
love to see what their house looks like. Um, but we never get them on their knees or even ask them to clean it up. We just talk about them afterwards. Okay. Right. Okay. So do you think this uh, this flight attendant was out of line to say, and, and I don't know how they said it. I don't know if they said, oh, ma'am, you know, could you please, the, your kid made a, 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 it made a terrible mess here. Can you clean it up? Okay. <laughs> And it's, uh, yeah, I, I I would never have even addressed it. I just talk about it and afterwards. Well, okay. let, let me ask you, Chris. What is what is the one thing that passengers can do that are guaranteed to make the flight attendants talk about you? What do you what do flight attendants hate the most? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> taking their shoes a lot, taking their shoes off, um, mm. um, constantly getting up and down, or leaving the um, overheads open. Okay. Um, just and leaving a mess. I actually had an adult that um, went and he came on and he ripped up, he was mad, and he ripped up the entire safety demo card. And I saw him doing it, something, and I thought he might have been doing that. And I thought, I'll just clean up his mess later. And he was just angry about his seat and everything. And as he was deplaning, he threw it all up as confetti and it went everywhere. Oh, my God. What an idiot, hey? <laughs> Those nuts kids. <laughs> and and he, he did this just because he wanted to, or he thinks that the safety features are a joke, or we have no uh, idea. Uh, he's annoyed about his seating. He okay. Didn't. He's annoyed about his seating. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you tear up the safety oh. card. But wait a minute. The shoes thing? Come on, man. I have like little slime slip on shoes. I you're just, you're I, in fact, a I just foot took them model. Off. I just took okay. them off right now. I don't care what I people know, think. But, you know, the, the clients are cleaned, like, you, you know, they're not really cleaned well. And. <laughs> You know, when you get to a city and you have a quick turn, you're lucky that we get all the trash out of the seat pockets before we have to, to you know, board everybody. Right. Also, they're they're adults. They can keep their shoes on, Chris. Oh, no. No, they're not. <laughs> no, no they're, I, I mean, they're, they're, honestly, I, you, Kathy, Chris, whoever, you guys can think and say whatever the freak you want. I don't care. As long, as, shoes shoes, are as, long as your feet don't smell. Yeah. Uh, so what? You're Do not you know, though? Are you nose blind? I am not nose blind. No, okay. I'm taking my shoes off. I don't give a crap. Mine are off right now. Well, okay. Chris is yep. a professional. It's just to keep your stinky feet in your I'm shoes. I'm with you, Chris. Tough crap. I'm I don't taking have them stinky off. feet. Yeah. All right. I'm getting ice on. Spray your, your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Spray your feet with Axe Body Spray. You don't even use soap that to wash your... That would be worse. You don't even use soap to wash your feet. Don't say they're clean. There is soap that travels all down <laughs> my body <laughs> that eventually ends up on my feet. My feet are squeaky. Chris, it just... It, Preston doesn't. Kathy says Preston doesn't wash his feet. He doesn't. Can you imagine that? He lets the soap run down his legs. <laughs> it just runs yeah. down. She his knows. Legs. She knows. Exactly. <laughs> I think though uh, they. Well, that's. They also give you the little slippers so you can put them on, right? No, I don't want slippers on. I want my socks. Slippers. Well, you're just in your socks. You're not your bare feet. Then you're fine. Exactly. Yes. I. Yeah. I don't take my socks off. I'm not an animal. <laughs> Come on, man. Does. Casey, do you take your socks off? No. And I, no. I resent you for saying that. Kevin. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Chris. They should give you slippers, though, right? Like if we're as long as we're tossing stuff Excuse out. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. It, it, it just took its socks off. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Slippers. That'd be nice. Yeah. I. Do you guys ever sh- wear them? Slippers? I did once. Yeah. I hated yeah. them. I, what, on the plane or at home? No, 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 at home. Around oh, the house. No. Slipper season. Hell yeah. Right now? <laughs> no, year, we're, we're coming out of slipper. Yeah, we're coming no, out of slipper season. Yeah, no, no, no. Flip flop season now. I never wear Casey, I can't believe you did. He just asked if, who wears slippers. Casey, I wear slippers. Casey and I wear the same Ugg slippers. They're the if you don't wear slippers. You have to get these, and you'll wear slippers. Okay, mm-hmm. I do like slippers. Yeah, I will so, wear yeah. I'll try sneakers or wherever my footwear was, unless it's like formal stuff. Yeah. I'll switch. I need. You don't know. 
if a deer is going to come jumping yeah. through that window. Right. You got to be able. But that's why you keep your slippers slippers by the door. You no, you got to wear sneakers by the door. I can go outside with slippers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. these are these are like rugged outdoor indoor yeah. slippers. They're yeah. tactical slippers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These are and those are I, I would say more of the colder weather slippers. Sure. I have warm weather yeah. slippers as well. <laughs> uh, uh, so do cold weather slippers that that coincides with sweatshirt season, right? I think they're, so. They're the same, like hoodie season? Yeah. 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 Uh, Yellowstone pajama cold. pants season. Yes. yes. We're working uh, our way into foot bath season, by Real the way. quick, I just want to ask uh, Casey one question because I think here's where we're going to separate. Do you wear those? Do you actually wear those slippers outside? I do. Okay. Yeah. Not like, now we're on different pages. Well, like to take the trash out or something like that. <laughs> take the if trash chilly, out. You got to run outside real quick. Go get the mail. You know. Stop down the mulch. Or yes. if I'm uh, like, I got to go pick somebody up from um, uh, class, not class, but like practice or something like oh, that. Oh, she just got side eyed yeah. by Kathy. I'm like, wearing pajama pants to Walla. Yeah, but that's what the kids oh, are dude, doing. I want to have a whole, I want to get a group of people to go to Wawa. <laughs> In pajama pants because it's very freeing. Talk I is cheap. It. Let's yeah. do it. Let's yeah. do Let's it. Let's rent a bus of people. We'll get yep. a rent a bus. We'll get everyone in their pajama <laughs> yep. and socks, no shoes. I, I would love to do that. All right, hang on. I want to go to Todd, uh, who worked in a store <laughs> that uh, kids would frequently mess up. Hey, Todd, good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Good, buddy. What's going on? So I actually have an interesting story. One of our beloved Philadelphia Flyers, um, for for uh, I'm just going to keep his name private. Okay. He came in. He came in with his wife and his two little crotch goblins, <laughs> and uh, they the kids were running all over the place. They were throwing pillows all over the floor. They had like cookies or. This is a mattress store that you work at, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and look, it's expected. You know, I've had a million times where people come in and they throw pillows around. Right. It happens. You know, I get it. But the idea is, like, at the bare minimum, tell your kids, pick the stuff up. Yeah. Or or make an attempt to just, before you leave, follow them around and pick stuff up. Sure. So you ask. They left the, the, you know... Like I said, our beloved Philadelphia Flyer <laughs> and his wife did nothing to pick anything up. Mm. They just they walked out. Now they they bought a lot. I was happy with them because they bought a lot. I got a good commission from it. But were they still, French like, Canadian by chance? They were not. Okay. Uh huh. That narrows it down. Uh-huh. Um. All right. Well, yeah. So so you you left. They left, and and you had a bad taste in your mouth because it was just uh, disrespectful. Exactly. All right. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a courtesy. You're obliged yeah. if you're a Philadelphia Thanks Flyer. Yeah. You, uh-huh. Your kids, if your yeah. kids go in and do something, you that you need to correct what they've done. If yep. it's knocking down a display, yep. uh, you know, if it's selling the reputation of the NHL, <laughs> uh, it's what you do. Uh, let me see here. It's uh, Eric that we're going to go to next. Hey, Eric. Morning. Hey. Good morning. It. Hey. Good morning, it, buddy. Eric. What's up? Hey. Uh, congrats to Marissa for getting married. Yay! Pass along your love. Uh, so I used to work in customer service retail. I work in construction now. Shout out to Glazers 252. <laughs> but um, I was uh, I was raging to uh, Nick through the text earlier. The this Anthony Bass guy. That what gets me the most is the entitlement, like the basic human decency of just pick up after yourself. Teach your child to pick up after yourself. It's your job as a parent. And, yeah. Nick, you can check the stats on me. 
He can't even do his own job as a closer in job as a parent. He blew up online. This dude's failing. He's a trifecta of failure. All right. So if he were an effective now, closer, he'd get a pass. And now he's going to hopefully... If, if anybody working at United is listening, I hope this person doesn't get fired. Okay. <laughs> he's he's oh, fired up, Eric. Fargan. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. No, no sorry, problem. Buddy. So, Eric, let me ask you. <laughs> would, would it, if, the, uh, if the flight attendant was rude, would that change your perspective of this? Okay. So, I understand there's probably... You know, three sides to the story. What the flight right. attendant says, what Anthony Bass says, and then what actually happened. Right. I'm sure what really happened is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But how he came across in posting, like what he did on Twitter. Yeah. It, it just it just ruined any anything that could have gone in his favor. And to top it all off, if you go back and check his Twitter, he posted a picture of his kid holding a bag of popcorn like <laughs> Oh, look at my cute little kid, like, as yeah. a reflection. Like, come on, dude. Well, no, I, I agree about the nature, the tone of his original post seemed a little pompous. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, you're right, Eric. His ERA is like 736 or something <laughs> like that. So. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. And the fact that he doubled down on it saying, oh, my God, you know, they're going to take care of it internally. United, whoever's listening, please don't. Please don't let somebody lose their job because this guy can't teach his kids how to clean up after themselves. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah right. no, I agree. Thank, Thank you. you. Four-year-old, right? You, a two-year-old. Five-year-old can clean up after Five-year-old can five clean year old, up right, Yeah, right, yeah. Yep, yeah, most definitely. Um, all right, I want to go to one more call. We're going to take a break here in a moment. But uh, Don wants to comment. Hi, Don. Good morning. Morning, guys. What's the word? Yeah. Uh, nope. Uh, no, no, not right. Right. <laughs> Too late. All right, so you are, uh, you're, you're a, a rideshare driver. Yeah, I'm an engineer, but in my off time, I do ride share. And people get in and they treat these cars like their personal trash pit with their kids. I'm sure. They, you know, they get in, they want to eat food, they want to have chips. And when something happens, you know, they don't say anything. It's like, ah, they'll get out of the car. Um, even the adults do the same thing. And it, it's just they don't teach themselves. They're not parents to their kids. They think it's somebody else's problem to clean up yeah and it's the, it's the wrong way i remember years ago press you remember the good charlotte we had on years ago and one mm-hmm. of the one of the guys benji or joel either i or maybe it was their mother who had worked in um you know a yeah. hotel and would clean rooms and was it there were there the, were some some girls went up and, and hung out with them in their hotel room yeah. and they were kind of the girls were getting a little bit rowdy and they were making a mess and one of the guys benji or joel goes hey Somebody works here, yeah, yeah, and they have to clean that stuff up, right? And and I think they said, yeah, my mom, our mom was uh, right worked uh, as as a hotel, uh, you know, maid or staff or whatever. And they were like, don't do that. Gives you a different perspective. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, of them too. That's why we eventually married those guys. Be observant of yeah. that. Uh, no, they got married to oh. Lionel Richie's daughter. Wait, uh, uh, Nicole, Nicole Richie and, and, and Cameron Diaz. Diaz. So yeah, they so were, they always consider us them. I know. Yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. All right, I lied. I have time for one more call. All right. I want to go to Kendra. Hi, Kendra. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Kendra, are you weighing in on this whole mess thing, or what are you calling about? I just won a thousand dollars. It's our concert cash winner, Kendra. And Kendra, you also get tickets to the MM barbecue as well. How's about that? Awesome. That is so great. Yeah, congratulations. Thousand bucks gonna buy a lot of popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Yes, uh, definitely. And my birthday's Friday, so I can buy myself a nice present. Oh, that's 
That's awesome. Birthday. Huge. We are so happy. Where are you from, Kendra? I'm from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. All right. Thank you, Jersey girl. We appreciate you listening and especially calling in and winning. And we will see you at the MMRBQ. And we'll give you $1,000 for listening to MMR. All right, Kendra? All right. Thank you so much, guys. Happy right. birthday. Let's hear it for Kendra. Yeah. Next chance coming up about one hour from now exactly because it is 9 o'clock. So hang in there. All right. Casey wants me. We're going to yep, do it when we return. Yes, sir. We have a concert announcement Ooh. when we return. So we'll take a quick break. I know it's it's a lot to take in. We'll come back in just a moment and we'll get to all that. Stay with us. And Sarah Silverman is going to be joining us as well. Stay put. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, I'm having a hard time swallowing in liquids today. I, like, choked myself, like, three times. Well, can I tell you something? Yeah. You're drinking it out of a Pennywise mug. I know. And that is definitely cursed. Probably. that's probably what's causing everything. I didn't think about that. Wow. Hey, I'd like to mention there's a new Daily Rush video. It's called The Great Beer Bamboozle. Uh, And it's while we were in Orlando, and uh, it's uh, essentially the story of when... uh, I got suckered into paying for Kyle's beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> suckered into paying for Kyle's beers. Uh, it's what it says here in the description. So uh, you can go to WMMR.com slash Daily Rush and see this video and any other that you may have missed. It's sponsored by Xfinity's Gigs Bean Internet. Learn oh. more at Xfinity.com. It's cool. It's a, a shot from inside the Universal Studios. <clears throat> yeah. I was thinking about the Velocicoaster yesterday. <laughs> Were you really? I was. That's such a good coaster. It was so much fun. <laughs> I tell you what. So when the from the first time I wrote it, and then we wrote it right immediately after. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this because I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna push down. Steve, yeah. your joy made me so happy. Oh, I, oh it, it just was terrific. It was amazing. And Casey, I, I high five. <laughs> yeah, so so, but I'm like, oh, I, I think I can do this better. Yeah. And I I think I permanently rewired my spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a text this morning. My cousin is there with her son, and she texted me. She goes, should I ride the Velocicoaster? I was like, yes, you have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's badass. So, um, uh, We have a concert announcement to make. All right? I'm going to pass along the information to the show. Tickets uh, will be going on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. The show itself is going to be Tuesday, September 19th at the Wells Fargo Center. And we are excited to announce that MMR presents Greta Van Fleet. And yeah, they're playing the big joint as Pierre would say. Wells Fargo Center, Tuesday, September 19th. And you can get tickets starting this Friday at 10 a.m. And you can get them through wellsfargocenterphilly.com. And you'll be able to win tickets through MMR this week. Jackie Bam Bam is going to have your opportunity. He's in for Pierre this week. Just That's to right, heads yeah. up. And don't forget that uh, MMR VIPs will get a chance to win online as well. And in fact... If you are the 14th caller right now, we'll give you a pair of tickets before they go on sale. 215-263-WMMR. They're calling it the Star Catcher World Tour. Star Star Catcher! Catcher. Uh, And they'll be joined by special guest Surf Curse. 
Tuesday, September 19th, Wells Fargo Center tickets on sale this Friday, 10 a.m., Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. And uh, they're definitely a band that can bring it live. So Jackie's got tickets all week. He's in for Pierre, and we have a pair for caller number 14 at 215-263-WNMR. Trajectory-wise... We'll set you up. They've just skyrocketed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they came out of the gate, and now they're, they're playing huge arenas. Yep, the full, the, the yeah. big, the big Everything. joint. Yep, so good stuff. Uh, real quick, I have a um, I have a couple of uh, shout-outs I'd like to do, and then I'm going to mention a, a story I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, this is, hey, would you give a big, wonderful, and the, the person started off by calling us fabulous beings and Aww. some other love. Uh, they said, would you please give a big, wonderful, heartfelt shout-out to my incredibly patient, loving, kind, smart, talented boyfriend, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Uh, his birthday is Friday, April 21st. Thanks again for being a light in our life. We stream you from Irvine, California. And our longtime listeners, uh, be well and stay strong and happy. Kindly, Tina. So that's a short there. Um, then there is another one. Now, I think I did this before, but they emailed me again. Uh, Take it out for a spin and we'll see if we recognize just it. just got this yesterday. Uh, it says, hey, Preston and the gang, thank you for being awesome. Speaking of awesome, can I get a shout out to my sister, Gail Marrer? Uh, she's been such a wonderful support to our foster boys and me. While she cannot get the boys to call her Font Gale, uh, yes. which means favorite aunt. I said that the yes, other yes, day, yes, right? Yeah. Okay. I remember Font Gale. Uh, so Bridget Zeno, we'll send out one more here, right. short. But I thought I Font, thought I'd done that. Yeah. 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 Font. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then was anybody else want to mention something? No, you know, you just had the person from Irvine, California, and Todd Glass has a show oh, yeah. coming up. I saw that. And I was like, okay, well, where is it, right? And uh, so, hang on, I got I to gotta find this thing because it just, I, um, he, he just sends me this, uh, uh, like a, a, a poster, Todd Glass at the Dynasty Theater. I'm like, all right, I don't know when that is. And that's going to be on Saturday, this Saturday at 10 p.m. sharp. I'm so, like, okay, well, right. where is it? He goes, Los Angeles. <laughs> so uh, you would be you would be promoting it to your podcast audience. So to that listener that from <laughs> Irvine, California. There we go. Todd Glass has a show at the Dynasty uh, Typewriter. Uh, and that is Saturday, April 22nd at 10 p.m. How far is Irvine from Los Angeles? Not that far, like 45 yeah. minutes, yeah. All right. Yeah. I love how Todd promotes his stuff on, on Twitter, though, because he'll say that he has, like, a, a taping coming up, and, and then his listeners and, and his followers are just like, oh, yeah, I wanted to go see that live show. And he just, he, it's all tongue-in-cheek, and it's so ridiculous, but he does a great job with it. It just, it makes me laugh every time. By the way, in about 10 minutes, uh, we will have on somebody who was there when That's Todd right. had his heart attack. Yeah. Right. Critical in the- Sarah Silverman was yeah. there. And she so and Jeff, Jeff Ross, Ross. yep, uh, and helped him out. Yeah. So uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to Sarah. We in just owe a few Todd. We owe our friendship with Todd to Sarah Silverman. There you go. Yeah. yeah, agreed. All right. So I saw this. Listen, this is really out of the connoisseur file. What? But I thought this is worth bringing up uh, now because I didn't want to wait till Friday on this. But uh, it's time Ma- for the begrudging connoisseur. <laughs> no, no. Uh, McDonald's. You really don't talk about McDonald's too much. Um, has been focusing on upgrading its core items uh, to boost sales. Rolling out a series of changes designed to improve their signature burger. So, in the past, they've tried creating new items. Okay, uh, new, new. You know, t- that instead they're yeah. going to work on improving the standards, the go-to. And you know what I, th- I, I think has caused this because apparently this new burger looks pretty awesome. But um, yeah, and, and what they're doing, uh, the 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 um the smash burger places, the places yeah. that are that are. Burger places that are putting a little bit more effort into the burger, less 
off the conveyor belt side kind of approach, right? Because they're having a little bit McDo- more fresh. Yeah, McDonald's is well, having luck with that. Well, uh, Wendy's has always had uh, fresh meat patties, yeah, uh, burger patties, but uh, but McDonald's uses frozen, right? Uh, and, well, at, at least they did. Now, right. a couple of years ago, their their quarter pounder. Uh, they switched to fresh beef. They did. And the quarter pounder, you definitely can taste the uh, the, the change when they did that a couple of years ago. I, listen, I, I don't want to say I go to McDonald's with regularity, but I do go, I would say at it's least. It's like Norman Cheers. <laughs> no, no. But, like, I, I go, I would say it's safe to say I go at least once a month. All right. Um, and, you know, it's pretty standard stuff. I, you know, I, I just get a double cheeseburger. Sometimes I get, like, a quarter pounder. But, like, I'm really a double cheeseburger guy. I did get a Big Mac I think two or three trips ago. Okay, and what they could improve upon with the Big Mac, I think they should make the patties bigger. Okay, well they're they're, they're, they're not doing that, uh, mm-hmm. but they but they do have another thing. But I, one of the things to mention about McDonald's is you know there are there are time and, and yes, it's an easy throwaway. Uh, I only have time. I got I'm going to swing in a McDonald's yeah. just get something real quick. That's what they do. But there are times when just that standard McDonald's cheeseburger, and there are way other bur- better burgers that mm-hmm. you can get. Yeah. But there are times when just that standard, regular cheeseburger does it for me. Oh, it yeah. just hits the spot perfectly. Do you throw french fries on it? Uh, no, no, I don't oh, put okay. french fries on the burger. I know some people do do that. Um, so the McDonald's, McDonald's USA, so they, they said in, in, in a nutshell, buns will be softer. Okay, uh-huh. good, good. Cheese, gooier. Gooier. Well, so they don't melt the cheese. The thing is they put the cheese on the burger and they allow the burger... And the, the heat of it to heat, to, right? Yeah, to melt it a little bit. Yeah. Right. So continue. Uh, and onion will be added to patties right on the grill. All right. Interesting. And the Big, and the Big Mac sauce, more of it. So on their, they're gonna they're gonna add to the amount they put on the Big Mac. Their last evolution in burgers was, I think, was switching to the fresh meat. Right. That was the, just on the quarter pounder. Two thousand eighteen. Right. right. Quarter pounders. Yep. And so this is going to be now again. Um, uh, as with all these things, I want to give it a shot. I want to yeah. see uh, how it tastes. I mean, when the Big Mac came out, that was a revelation. I love the Big Macs. You love the Little Mac. Remember that press? Mac Jr. Mac Jr. That's Mac Jr. is the oh, money. It's, yeah. it's like the I Whopper Jr. Whopper Jr. is my, is, is my size. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not I, I always too get much the, Whopper. I get the Whopper Jr. as well. Yeah. I like the Mac Jr. It was easier. It less messy. I we were didn't talking know about the, messes earlier. I didn't know there was a Mac Jr. Uh, so, yeah, they had it just for a limited time. And I, I got one, like, almost every day. Mm. I loved it. Uh, so, McDonald's USA said in a statement, uh, we found that small changes... Like tweaking our process to get hotter, meltier cheese and adjusting our grill settings for a better sear added up to big difference in making our burgers more flavorful than ever. <laughs> uh, they said the upgrades apply to the Big Mac and the McDouble Burger as well as the classic cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, and hamburger. Yeah, the difference between a double cheeseburger and a McDouble is uh, there's one more slice of cheese on the double cheeseburger. Why isn't everything <laughs> anchored to the Mick? So it's, it's Mick, McDouble, McDis, and, and some things. Yeah. Right? Some yeah. things elude the that the preface. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, by the way, so yeah, in 2018, McDonald's announced that it was switching to fresh beef for its quarter pounders, which was a complicated move with a big sales payoff. In 2021, it launched a crispy chicken sandwich to replace previous iterations. Which is pretty good. A relatively late arrival in the chicken sandwich wars, uh, but ones that seem to, one that seems to have resonated with uh, McDonald's customers. Now, we have someone on the line. Is it Ray uh, Kroc? No, he's <laughs> a YouTuber and he's a burger scholar. Oh, uh, and his name is Chris. So we're going to go to him. Hey, uh, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. I usually start with the dad joke, but I had to correct Connor. I'm not the burger scholar. 
there's a guy on YouTube that calls himself the Burger Scholar. He is hilarious. His name is George Moat. Okay. And he knows more about hamburgers and every, everything. Like, did you know American cheese was actually founded in Canada? I did not know that, but it doesn't no, surprise me. Yes, North America. North American cheese. Yeah, so this is actually for you, Preston, because I thought of you right when he, he told his fact because okay. you're from St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis. you ever hear of a place with a good burger that they're called, like, Dave's or something? Dave's Restaurant, Dave's Cafe, <sighs> but they had, like, a really good hamburger? No, I don't. I'm sorry, man. I wish I did. No, okay, well... Here's the story. It's from St. Louis. Another guy from St. Louis went in there and was so influenced by his hamburger that he started his own restaurant called Shake Shack. So, so this day's burger was the flashpoint that created Shake Shack. That that is correct. I learned that from the burger Scott. He, he's this, he's on the same channel as the guy that eats uh, hot wings with celebrities. Yeah, first we feast. Yes. All right. Yeah, interesting. All right. We'll check that out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, thank. He, he's hilarious. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Hilarious. Appreciate it, buddy. He's hilarious. Um, He's married to Alec Baldwin. By the way, I took my I took my dad to uh, to Shake Shack. He had never been to one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, would he love that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan of Shake Shack. I have a uh, cheese question for the room, please. And um, uh, this is... Uh, I, Keep I, it I, respectful. I, well, I don't want to offend anyone, um, but I want to propose this idea that sometimes uh, not putting the cheese on the burger while it's cooking is a good idea. And I'll tell you why. Because the flavor of said cheese is actually uh, kept a little bit better when it's cold. Mm. You're saying that the cheese mm. might possibly lose flavor. I, I think so. It's I say, and, and I'll you tell you why. You, well, I had Swiss, Casey, per our conversation last week on <laughs> my burger the other night. and I'm I know, going to murder you. I know you're not a fan. I've it had was, it. I like it. It was not... Uh, it, it was not on a regular burger. It was on a turkey burger. So I'm not sure if that messes oh, up with the equation or not either. But you might as uh, well have been eating sand. My family members had uh, American and then a cheddar slash horseradish. Huh. And uh, I think that my cheese experience was better because mm. I put it on cold, whereas their cheese was melted on the burger. I'll leave it for the room. I disagree. Okay. Uh, I, I think that uh, that there is a noticeable difference uh, in the 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 feeling of it in your mouth if you feel if you're tasting cold cheese and warm burger it just doesn't mix right, in. <laughs> All right. but then again you may be tasting uh cold lettuce and tomato and yeah. so i don't know why the cheese would uh like would, the mcdlt for example would fall differently yes but i don't disagree with you that the cheese loses its flavor if it's too melted there we go well right. if we, what about fondue kathy's the chef in the room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you guys know no, but my sense of taste yes, is good. like off the charts so at charts i don't uh, disagree. Fondue, I do love, but that is a different type of cheese often. I do like a cheese bomb mm. in my burger. A cheese bomb oh, yeah. inside the burger. Yeah, yeah. so when, oh, I, yeah. When, I grill, when I grill my burgers, yeah, yeah. Um, I like to, and I use Velveeta. Do you there make was your own patties? Yeah. Was that? I'm sorry. Steve, no. I, do you, make, you make your own patties. I prefer, you... yeah, so okay. if I'm at a barbecue and they're cooking hot dogs and hamburgers and the hamburgers are frozen. Yeah. I'll get a hot dog. I don't like frozen hamburgers. Okay. Yeah. Get out of here with that. Oh, oh, you know what, though? I'm sorry. Omaha <laughs> Omaha does have a really good uh, frozen, frozen burger. Frozen burger? Yeah. All right. Hang on. I want it as a question. Or did you have something first, Steve? No, no. We, this might uh, uh, dovetail nicely with this. I'll go to Eric. Hey, Eric, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Ah! Thank you, Eric. What's up, bud? 
I actually have two questions. First off, what is the difference between a frozen burger at a fast food place and a fresh burger? Because they all go into freezers. They all come out. They are rock hard cold, which means they're frozen. Explain this to me. Please. No, they're not all rock hard cold. So uh, when, when uh, say, Wendy's, when they throw the, the meat onto the grill, it's thawed out. Oh, it, it, it is it is soft before they cook it. Well, yeah, I don't know if they if they if it comes in in uh, large amounts and then they make patties of it and then they do it right then and there. Uh, but at some point, yes, ground beef is probably going to be frozen and have to be thawed <laughs> out. Be part but of it's the at the moment at when you're actually cooking it on the grill. It doesn't go straight from frozen to cooked. It, it is, it's, which can give it kind of a different texture. You know, Eric, is it your intention? Is I it your belief that you it. should walk into place? Say at a seafood restaurant, you'll have a lobsters that you can pick. You pick the cattle and take it all the way through the process to the butt. <laughs> Second question. Yes. What does Tickle Me Elmo get when he leaves the Fiat factory? Oh, I don't even know if I want to know. What? <laughs> Two test tickles. Test tickles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Kathy liked it. Kathy you, loves Eric. scrotum jokes. It's just, it's just something. A lot of people don't it's know. It's a family tradition. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So I, I'll be curious to see how um, how this sandwich has progressed. It has been quite a while since I've been to McDonald's. Actually, because the McDonald's, believe it or not, we lost the McDonald's in our town. You never what? see a McDonald's no. closed. No, so my, the, Ours closed. There was one near me that closed, but it didn't have a drive-thru, and I think that's what did it in. Ours did. Yeah. Uh, and it's now wild. it's now it sells tile. What? Absurd. Um, what? No, I, there, it's the most convenient place for me where I live if, I'm, if I need to get something quick. Wasn't so. there a, a study, an analysis done that for the majority of Americans are no more than two miles from a McDonald's? Yeah, it was something like, like that. Like, like 85% in, of Americans? Yeah, the, the overall <laughs> average or something like that. But uh, So I don't know that they are, they've been test marketing uh, these improvements internationally, and some have arrived in U.S. cities, including L.A., Seattle, Phoenix, Las Vegas. Um, but they are gonna they're gonna do because sometimes they test market stuff and it never makes it out of the market. But this is going to they're gonna roll this out nationally. Oh, you see these things from uh, the McDonald's menus, you know, a la Pulp Fiction, or you know, around the the, the world. And uh, how how come they never make it here? They, yeah. they think our palates are not ready for it? Sometimes it doesn't test I mean, here. I don't know, man. Don't know. I think we're ready. All right, well, listen, our next guest is on the line. And I can't wait to talk to her. We have uh, music that we're bringing of in? Of course. Oh, yeah. It's um, perfect. Yes. I love the name of her tour. It is the Grow Some Lips <laughs> Comedy tour. It's yeah. fantastic. She's going to be playing at the Met on May 4th. And t- oh, may the 4th be with you. Yes. And uh, tickets are available at themet.com. The one and only Sarah Silverman yeah. is joining us. Good morning, Sarah. Yay. Yay. Hi, good morning. Nice to have you on. We were actually talking about you a few minutes ago. Somehow or another, we were in a discussion and our buddy Todd Glass's name came up. <laughs> And we were like, oh, my God, you were there. Sarah was there the night that he had his heart attack, you and Jeff Ross. Yes, we were. Saved his life quite possibly. Oh, my God. Well, really, Jeff, because we were sitting around him. He was drenched in sweat. And Jeff said, this is crazy. I'm calling 911. I mean, the the worst thing that could happen is you're fine. Right. And, uh, 
And I said, no, he's fine. <laughs> oh, no. You're trying to kill him. He smoked a little pot with me. He's yeah. just freaking out. And, of course, I was he was having a massive heart attack. Yes. So, um, but in my defense, then I said, okay, let's call. And, and he said, and Todd said no. And I, Todd tells, likes to tell this story because I say, Todd, why not? Is it? Is it because of the money? You know, I mean, your insurance? I said, I'll pay for it. And then I said, but it will be your birthday and Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, here, look at it this way, Sarah. You provided sort of a, a sounding board. You know, J- Jeff Ross had to defend his stance, and you provided the counterpoint. And that, so that's, it all worked out in the end. Oh, my God, that's. Very generous. <laughs> I think it's wild that, like, you are incapable of not cracking a joke. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, well, we thank oh. you. We thank you for that. It's it's um, great to talk to you and great that you're coming to town. I have to ask you right off the bat, um, you just completed work on Maestro, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, the Bradley Cooper uh, movie the, about uh, Leonard Bernstein. Uh, wh- yeah. What was that experience like? Because everyone's talking about this movie and saying it's it's uncanny. It's brilliant. Oh, he's incredible in it. Carrie Mulligan is incredible in it. It was really fun. It was cool to be able to play someone uh, like a real person. Like I had to learn a, a dialect and everything, you know, like I don't sound like me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was really fun and he's he's such a good director you know he plans it all out and it's all figured out and by the time we come on set it's just it's just acting you know it's just the fun part that's cool you're you're, you're very good obviously you've you've um sort of poured it over you know you obviously know him for comedy and and but you've done a fair share of dramatic roles in which you're being uh, rightly celebrated for those uh yeah. is, is it still um is it still a little uh, is there a more of a um, uh, an onus on you to, to to deliver when it's a dramatic role because everyone assumes you're going to be good at comedy? Uh, I guess, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I try not to think about other people's <laughs> expectations as much as prob- possible. Probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, and I told Preston about this as you know, doing research for the the uh, interview, and so I checked out this little this podcast you'd done. Uh, no. Gift of Fear, no, Gift of Fear podcast. Yeah, that uh, sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with Gavin DeBecker. And I I'm, I'm, I say, okay, I'm going to jump in and just sample a little bit, see what Sarah's talking about. I watched the whole thing. I thought it was friggin' fascinating. And I bought the the book. And I thought, oh, like, yeah. like, you were incredibly candid. And I'm like, I found myself connecting to your experiences and stories and things you were saying. I'm like, that. I feel that way a lot. Um, how did you... Yeah. How did you come by this, uh, this uh, uh, see, uh, seemingly a revelation in your life? What? what? The Knowing bo- Gavin? The book. and uh, Yeah, how did you get introduced to all of this? Oh, well, the book is incredible. I actually, you're not going to believe it. I met Gavin DeBecker, who, for people who don't know, he's like the securities guy to, you know, like the, every, uh, you know, pe- members of state and all that stuff, presidents and all that. And it, he has an fascinating story himself you know and um but he i met him through gary shandling they were really close and um so we became friends and i read his book the gift of fear which is it it really is like a must read book because it it really teaches you how to protect yourself just by listening to your gut you know yeah yeah 
and 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 that's what I thought was as as you're going through those different things, uh, and he, you know, that that approach to taking, I described it to Preston, and you know, they talk about martial arts using the inertia of something to your advantage, yeah, something against you, yeah. using it for yeah, you, using yeah. your fear to your advantage, right? Like it's, it, you know, I mean, it's telling you something. Like your gut is a real thing. It's, you know, what I mean. <laughs> But uh, it it saved a lot of women, and he's got all these like endless stories, you know, um, and and from from different people, and you know, he was a kid who was who's you know had a violent uh, stuff in his life in his childhood, you know, and it's, it's yeah really fascinating. Like his origin story is almost like a superhero origin story like a batman kind of origin yeah no story. i ordered the book i'm uh, it's definitely fascinating and I, I wanted to ask so grow <laughs> president uh, reference grow some lips uh the title oh, of your tour the uh what's the what's the the genesis Excellent of the... segue by the way <laughs> <laughs> well i know we have limited time so i want to make sure i i make draw attention to this so yeah yeah so... um grow some lips Grow some lips and come see this tour. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. That's the female <laughs> yeah, version of Grow Some Lips, right, right, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Grow a pair of lips? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, we'll take that. I'm still workshopping it in the last uh, eight uh, shows of the tour. I think it's a home run at this point, so. How uh, long is the, uh, how, how long has your uh, set been under works, and, and, uh, and have you got it exactly where you want it to be? I do, yeah. I actually just shot it. Um, for HBO, and now I just am finishing the tour. So I, it's funny because I'm so loose now on stage, but, like, I'm terrified I'm going to come up with, like, the perfect tag or something because I've already shot it. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but it's just fun now, you know, like the pressure's off and it's and it's. I'm just having fun on the road. Yeah, once you, once you loosen up, that's where you're, I, I assume that's where you're really in your comfort. Totally, and then um, I'll probably come up with like eight tags that I wish I had <laughs> recorded. But right. how, how long do you how long do you slave on 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 something like this? Because your your material is 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 so precise and, and well thought out, and it's 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 great. I mean, you know, it, it, do you have to convince yourself that it's it's time to go with it? I mean. You know, we hear like uh, Springsteen will, you know, we, we record a song like uh, 80, 90, 100 times before he gets it right. Where, where, where's that process for you? How long does it take? It, it takes it takes until like HBO says, shoot your special. Because I'll hone I'll hone it forever. You know, yeah, and and yet it still comes off so sloppy and messy because it's just me, you know. But um, but it is kind of secretly honed, uh, you know. And um, yeah, I, I take a, you know, it's so funny. I'm I'm close with um Chelsea Handler, and we're so the opposite. Like I'm just in awe of her. Like she's, I think she's on like her third tour since like the pandemic started and I'm just blown away. It takes me like six years to get through an hour. Can you, can you watch yourself? Can you go back and look at the, like uh, Jesus is magic and stuff like that? Can you go back and look at that? Or are you hypercritical? I guess I could. I've just never done it. I just, uh, I'd, oh, I'd rather watch a rerun of Law and Order. <laughs> I just, you know, it's not my cup of tea. Right. And also, it's just like I'll just get frustrated, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'll be able to watch it someday. And I mean, I've definitely, like, um, 
been scrolling through like the guide on my, you know, um, direct TV or whatever and seen that one is playing and just gone like, no, there's an SVU on. <laughs> like, I just want to relax. <laughs> well, with with your with your with the podcast and everything, which obviously you you, you enjoy doing and we enjoy listening yeah. to, uh, the, you know, you you there are a couple of things that you got into. You mentioned the pandemic. Uh, and uh, one of the things, I don't know if you've continued with it, but rumor is you picked up video gaming, and specifically Call of Duty. Has that continued? Uh, yeah, um, a little bit. Well, it's funny because it's how I met my boyfriend, um, playing Call of Duty during the pandemic on headphones, you know. Um, yeah. We would play over headphones and uh, every night, and and then... We we fell in love and now we live together. Oh, That's wow. wild. Okay. Did he think at first you were just somebody doing a great Vanellope impression, <laughs> or did he actually know who you were? No, we we um, we knew each other okay. like very casually, and um, and he saw that I was playing and and said like, oh, I can show you how to play on headphones, and he did, and then we did, and then and then you know, it's a it's a classic. Uh, Boy meets girl on headphones. <laughs> killing Nazis. Oh, Boy killing meets Nazis. girl killing Nazis. Well, I mean, honestly. Killing Nazis in Call of Duty World War II. <laughs> Why not turn that into a rom-com script right yeah, there? It's not a bad idea. You do it. No, I'm too lazy. <laughs> By the way. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I love that my family knows, and, and I just, they ask if I just wander off somewhere. Where's dad? Oh, he's killing Nazis right now. <laughs> I, I yeah. love killing Nazis. You, as it's long so as you, much fun. you can it kill. So good. Yes, it feels great. Yeah. I'll tell you my, my favorite way of killing. Uh, the bayonet. <laughs> the, the bayonet. It's a good one. Very yeah. visceral. Yeah. Agreed. Very intimate. You know, I hide on a corner and I just go, step right up, folks. <laughs> stab, 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 stab. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're hardcore then if you are a bayonet fan. Uh, yeah, Sarah, I mentioned Vanellope. How often does it happen that your voice alone, if people are not familiar, you know, with you and you and you happen to be speaking, uh, will somebody pick up on on that it, that it is indeed you? All the time, I'm sure. where it's just like no one gives me the time of day, and then I'll I'll be like, could I have a soy cappuccino? And they're like. <laughs> Oh, are you Vanellope? <laughs> and Vanellope, I do a voice. It's not like my natural voice. I go like way up here, you know. But yeah, right. I guess they still can recognize it. Uh, it's funny, it. yeah. I mean, we I, uh, now that you say this, like we would quote you all the time in my yeah. house. So we go, Ralph, my man, my main man. <laughs> yep. We say that <laughs> all the time. My main man. Oh, my God. We quote you all the time, Sarah. <laughs> but you know what? I love it. Like, it's so sweet. Like, um. Whenever someone goes like, oh, my daughter, or my son, I go, uh, take out your phone. I'll do like an audio. Say, what's their name? You know, it's so easy. You know, like That's the awesome. pharmacist at CVS or whatever. I just was like, you know, hi, Rachel. It's Vanellope. You know, it's like, take two seconds. I just do. I have to show them where their voice memo is on their phone. because I don't want to do a video because I don't want to like terrify children. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, right. That's awesome that she's coming out of her. That's but wonderful, that, you did. That just makes a kid's, yeah. oh, my God, that makes their year. So that's awesome that you do stuff so like that. Easy, you know? I, I have a little uh, PTSD, though, from uh, a character that you played in School of Rock because <laughs> oh my God. that character was an old girlfriend of mine. Really? Oh, my God, yes. The moment that you go, uh, what's going on here, Ned? <laughs> I have these flashbacks of psycho ex-girlfriend. Did, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. He's the psycho. Like, how would you react if someone didn't pay rent ever? <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, a good yes. point. Yeah, right now. That's a good point. <laughs> yes. There were some really terrible things going on there. And then stole there. your boyfriend's identity and... And then hijacked yeah, a bunch it, of kids it, it, yes. and took them out to some concert. And then you. said boyfriend goes on to produce the White Lotus. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, my God. He's so brilliant. That was the most fun shoot. And then I forgot, like, when we went to see the premiere, like, Oh, yeah, I'm just a bitch because, like, we laugh so much every day. (laughs) Like, I was was so funny on set, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I just play this. That's cool. (laughs) It's great. great Are are shooting movies, are are they as fun as they seem to be? I know there's a lot of hurry up and wait and uh, involved in that, but, I mean, you know, to us, to the the civilians, it seems like it would be a lot of fun. Um, It it is fun, but it is definitely not as fun as you think like I, I remember my parents were like we want to come to the set you know and early on and i go i i'm telling you it's boring but okay yeah. you know and then they came and like you know 40 minutes later they were just like um we're gonna go home i'll tell you what you're involved in two movies that i think and there's many great movies obviously that you're involved with but that i think are coming into their own and they're finally getting the accolades they deserve a million ways to die in the west and pop yes. star right and yes. pop star never stops stopping uh and, <laughs> Uh, they're they're brilliant, and I, I see them making the rounds. Especially, I mean, they're both great, but your your dialogue in a million ways to die in the West. Oh my God! Is is said? It's so sweetly said, and you're 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 uh, you're a prostitute in you know classic <laughs> Western whorehouse, and and, and Giovanna Ribisi uh, is is terrific. Oh. I mean, and and it's I so I kid you not, I will watch the outtakes from that movie constantly because the movie itself is hilarious. But if you want to, that, we get that perception of having fun on a film set, and stuff like that is is what we key off of because it looks like you guys were having a fantastic time. That was very fun. That was also a lot of waiting in a corset, but yeah. it was fun when we were shooting. Really fun. I I thought that was going to be a huge hit, and I think you're right. Like people have discovered it on streaming or whatever. Yes, I remember saying to Seth like. You're going to be a movie star. You know, like, I was just like, this movie's so good. I mean, it's pound for pound. It's got more more belly laughs jammed into it. it and it, it did catch me off guard. I thought this one's going to go like, it's gonna, this is the next Blazing Saddles. It's going to be huge. Uh, but, I but, do. Yeah, but, but there you go. I guess that's the nature of the, of the business. Yeah, I mean, like, so much of it has to do with, like, things that are completely out of your control. Like, the just, like what's going on in the news or the world or what, or, you know, like the 
whatever, yeah. when it comes out, what's going, you know, yeah. who knows? I don't know that stuff at all, you know, but, um, but yeah, I know I'm trying to remember that. Like when he's like these kids today with the circle and the stick. It's brilliant. Yeah. Hey, Sarah, I didn't realize when you were talking about your boyfriend, that your boyfriend is Rory Albanese and we've had him on the show before. As a matter of fact, years ago. So we do a, a food drive every year. It's actually the biggest food drive in the entire country. And, uh, Monday nights of the food drive, we do a, a charity comedy night, and Rory did a set for us, he and he great. did it. He did it gratis, you know. So please tell him Aww. that we said hello and that we we thank him for 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 you know his um you know, yeah, his contribution, like oh coming God, out and doing that for free. Yeah. It's funny because he's going to come do that show with me, but he's working, you know, at JKL, so he can't come until the weekend for the next one. But um, you know what? I'm going to try to hit when I get there. I mean, I get there like you know. Um, just before the show, but like my friend Terrence Nance has like a um, art show at the at the like Contemporary Art, the Museum of Contemporary Art, or something. There, oh, okay. A swarm. Yeah, he's he's really cool. I'm gonna it's try to check it out. Not awesome. to plug him. Definitely nope. come to mine first. His <laughs> <laughs> first. Come to mind at night. <laughs> uh, Sarah, in 1996, I, I saw you in Los Angeles. I think it was at the Laugh Factory, and uh, your act was uh, filthy. And it was just one uh, joke about female genitalia after another, and and I thought it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Um, but there was a mother and a daughter in the audience, and they oh, they walked out. I remember. And, um, <laughs> and as they're leaving, you just <laughs> watched them go, and you just said, well... My comedy's not for everybody. <laughs> and the way that you handled it <laughs> was so wonderful and so professional. And you didn't you didn't crap on them at all. You let them leave. Uh, I just I wanted to let you know that I appreciated that uh, nearly 30 years later. Oh, my God. That's so crazy when someone has a memory of you from 30 years ago. That's so cool. Yeah, it was a great time. I was there with everyone's cup of tea. Let's see. Either you get it or you don't. So, uh, but that's uh, that's cool. And and uh, you, this is will be your first time at the Met, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. I think it's yeah. still it's one of the most acoustically perfect venues in the country. Is it not? Because it's a former. Not sure. Form, it was a former opera, opera house. house yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the best to play, like symphony halls and opera houses, because. You know, comedy doesn't need much, but it needs sound. Yeah. <laughs> it has, like, the best sound you can whisper and the whole audience can hear. It's just awesome. Well, this is your room, then. You're going to love it. Yep. Tickets are available on TheMetPhilly.com, and Sarah will be in town on May 4th, which is going to be awesome. Sarah, it is wonderful to talk to you. Thank you for coming on, and when you get here in Philly, enjoy, okay? You go, see. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Let's hear it for Sarah. Silverman, one and only. I thought this was uh, oh, nah, it's I not Sarah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good song. Yeah, yeah. Here comes the bride. <laughs> well, where was Sarah? Uh, it, it was there, but I moved it. Okay. I uh, I didn't know we were going to go back to that. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> we are not now. We are going to take. Do we have time? Where are we going to make a bag in time for the money? We're going. Uh, well, you know what? Give me if a- we're going to play. Sarah, completely, I think we would hit it right on the I just want mark. to make sure yeah, we, we get uh, there in a, without being way too over on time. Casey's doing the math mm-hmm. here. Yeah, we, we're going to not play a song. All right, we will come back immediately after this commercial break, and we will get your uh, MMR Concert Cash keyword for you. So stay there. We'll be back in a sec. Yeah. Finally, MMR. 
Adam Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown, Billy Idol, Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, plus special guests, A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77. And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site. And they also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com. Well, you never hear of this. A murder suspect in North Carolina turned himself back in on Friday after being released accidentally. An incorrect court order (laughs) indicated (laughs) that charges against Jalen Noah Davis, who was being held for first-degree murder, had been dropped. I think a mistake was made here. And as a result, he was released on Thursday. Yeah, I murdered a family of seven. uh, Mecklenburg County Sheriff uh, Gary McFadden took to Twitter to explain that Davis turned himself back in at the detention center on uh, the very next day, he said, I am grateful that it appears that no one was harmed as a result of this mishap. Uh, I'm a, a multiple murderer, and I left my airline seat covered in popcorn. And Davis is scheduled to appear in court on April 17th. Well, you don't, so you don't hear that today. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Or yesterday, actually. Yeah, but he did. He turned himself back in, yeah. Uh, to combat social isolation among young people... South Korea has introduced a new initiative offering a monthly allowance of $500 to encourage reclusive youths aged 9 to 24 to re-engage with society. They're going to pay you to go out. Yeah. To leave the house. It's super important to do that. I don't know if the, you know, how do you govern how the money's spent? Yeah, according to... I got my real doll. Well, I mean, they're, yeah, right. They're just going to stay at home <laughs> right. even more. But Bang I, a doll. I don't know how they're going to prove that you leave, but right. according to Yahoo News, the scheme aims to promote activities such as returning to education or finding work. President, it's the exact opposite of being under house arrest. Yeah. The, what are you doing at home? The allowance covers food, clothing, housing, and other living expenses and can be received in cash or goods. Uh, the ministry. Uh, we need you to go out and party. Spokesperson noted that uh, recipients. Will not be required to demonstrate that they are leaving their homes to receive the allowance, and it will be sent to their bank accounts or those of their parents or grandparents if they're under 18. Wow. According to the Korea Institute for Health and Social Affairs, around 338,000 people aged 19 to 39 in Korea have become, quote, hermit-type loners. And, of course, they're experiencing horrifically rising suicide rates. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to do what they can. Yeah. A mother has been praised for her bravery after she fought off a dingo. Dingo! That attacked her two-year-old son at a remote Western Australia National Park. (laughs) Oh, they're vicious. Uh, The boy sustained serious but non-life-threatening injuries when set upon by the dingo on Friday. Dingo. At uh, Dale's Campground in Karajini National Park. Was it the movie's Cries in the Dark? Is that the Maryland I'm Street? not sure if that was the name of it or not, but it, it very well made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, he has since been released from the hospital. Uh, the premier, Mark McGowan, uh, praised the boy's mother for her bravery and said his mother continuously or courageously fought off the dengue. Uh, so she deserves our congratulations, and she's obviously a very brave person. Didn't we? I think I came up with Dingo Daycare, right? That's I think you right. did, yes. <laughs> we we'll take, take you, baby. You, baby but we'll, we give it back. You'll give it back. You Dingo Daycare, we take you, baby. But you get it back. Uh, McGowan said dingo attacks were very rare, and advice from park rangers was that the animal in question, when found, would be destroyed. So, wow. Uh, an 81-year-old man from Port Orange was arrested on Thursday for a nationwide series of scams, but he may have been scammed himself. His name is Bobby Crosby. He allegedly defrauded victims and accepted money, gift cards, and Venmo payments by pretending to be a family member or by telling them they owed money. Now, police report that Crosby admitted to receiving the money and other items, but claims that he was accepting the funds on behalf of a woman he met through Facebook. It's quite possible. Yeah, it's a, a, a scammer being scammed. Right, so they have this person actually take the fall for them. Yeah, detectives say Crosby deposited most of the money into his own account, then forwarded the funds to Bitcoin accounts for the woman he met online. A police report if I from... do all this, I'm going to get a hand job. A <laughs> goals, man. Got to have goals. <laughs> A police report from April 2020. Two more deposits and then I'll make my own deposit. 2022 shows Crosby was scammed himself online by Bitcoin investors. I can see that. Taking his money. Yeah. yeah. Four people were on Thursday found dead and nearly a dozen others hospitalized in Kenya's coastal uh, Kalifi County after being rescued while waiting the imminent end of the world. Uh, The victims, who are believed to be members of Pastor Paul McKenzie's Good News International Church... It's not good news. ...said they had been told to fast in order to avoid apocalyptic damnation. Uh, The authorities say they rescued 11 people. Six of them were emaciated and in critical condition. So fast to death? Uh, Police said that they will resume a search for more members of the group following reports that others were still in the forest. I prefer intermittent culting. Uh, the police also found a mass shallow grave. Oh, man. Uh, the self-styled spiritual leader, who was once a controversial televangelist, uh, has been on the detective's radar for allegedly preaching a dangerous doctrine that encourages his followers to starve themselves to death in order to reach heaven faster. Well, you know, a shotgun can do that. Right. Uh, when the police visited the area, uh, they rescued the victims from his uh, vast farm, uh, but I'm he was, sure he was sitting down to a full turkey dinner. Yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, he was not arrested despite being at the crime scene. The pastor is currently out on bail. That's uh, insane. It is messed up. All right, we'll do one more story and then wrap it up. Uh, we need to end on a lighter one. Last summer, Michigan resident Don Powell found two dolls in his mailbox with a note that read, We decided to live here. This one's named Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Powell thought that it was a neighborhood joke. But uh, no one else in the area had received dolls in their mailbox. Uh, Pal's white mailbox was apparently built to look similar to his home. Uh-huh. And even has little windows. And it's adorable. So Powell let the dolls named Mary, Shelley, and Annabelle, Annabelle. Uh, stay inside. <laughs> and soon, future uh, furniture started to show up. So somebody was dropping all this stuff off from time Does this thing have any room for mail? Uh, Mary and Shelley now have a rug, art, and a bed. Around Halloween, someone swapped the dolls for skeletons, but they were back in time for Christmas. 
So far, nobody has claimed responsibility, but Powell doesn't mind. He said, I'm kind of enjoying the mystery. And there you go. That's what they show with baseball bats. In the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, so we got five uh, less than five minutes now for you to enter the word amaze for MMR's concert cash. So uh, you may want to get on that right now. So the word is amaze, A-M-A-Z-E, and you can do it through WMMR.com, through the MMR app, or you can text it to 45911, but you got to get on it now. We're going to take a break. Come back. Lesson questions, trash, music news coming up. drunk text your ex text mmr instead at 39333 just don't ask us hey you up because nah we're good get social with preston and steve find us on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok and coming soon to only fans kidding now back with more of the preston and steve show podcast we have a few other things that we want to handle, and one of them is an opportunity for you to win a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card, which we are going to give away as today's lesson question. So I think, yeah, n- no doubt I have to ask this one. Who is the dabbler's sidekick? <laughs> That's from about 6.50 this morning. <laughs> Who is the dabbler's sidekick? And the dabbler's a superhero. Absolutely. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening earlier this morning and you heard that comment, then you should call right now and you just might win the gift card. So who is the dabbler sidekick? 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. You can join Nick McElwain and Team Luke. Uh, in the LLS Big Climb Philly. It's on Saturday, May 6th at Lincoln Financial Field. Visit WMMR.com backslash Big Climb to register or donate. What's going on today, Steve? Well, King Charles's coronation date is looming, and he's starting to nail down the musical talent that will entertain guests during the week-long celebration. The 74-year-old royal announced the lineup, which will include... Shine Down, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, and Dirty Honey. Yeah! How about that? Familiar. That's a hell of a show. A casting director who will help select the next James, the next actor to play James Bond says they are looking for a mature man with a sense of humor. Many odds makers took this to mean it's almost a lock for Dick Van Dyke. Wow. Oh my God. And finally, Nick Cannon revealing if his 11 kids by six different women ever spend time together. Cannon says it happens now and then, but admits it can get difficult booking the convention center. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood <laughs> Alright, we're looking for the answer to this question. Uh, who is the dabbler's sidekick? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Kristen, see if she knows the answer. Hey, Kristen. Hey, how are you? Awesome. All right, Kristen, who indeed is the dabbler's sidekick? Don't mind if I do. That's his name, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. That's the name of the sidekick. Kristen, hang on. You got yourself a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card, which we are happy to give to you. Sunday brunch is on the menu at Bonefish Grill. Feast on the new savory selections like frittatas and Grand Marnier French toast sticks that pair with a collection of shareable sangria and margarita pitchers, visit bonefishgrill.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 All right, brought to you this morning. 
by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. And you can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. So, Vicki Cornell, on behalf of the state of Chris Cornell and, the sound, and uh, Soundgarden, have settled a legal battle that will allow release of new music that the band had been working on up to the time of the singer's death from suicide in 2000. <laughs> it's been going on all this time, yeah. Yep. A statement by relevant parties told Variety that uh, the reconciliation marks a new partnership between the two parties, which will allow Soundgarden fans around the world to hear the final songs that the band and Chris were working on. Wow. Uh, that's very exciting, actually, yeah. though, though it's definitely rooted in sadness, but I, I would love to hear that stuff. Yeah, the two parties are united and coming together to propel, honor, and build upon Soundgarden's incredible legacy as well as Chris's indelible mark on music history as one of the greatest songwriters and vocalists of all time. Vicky had sued the band members in 2019 over royalties and the rights to seven unreleased songs that were in varying states of completion. Uh, settlement terms were not disclosed. So we, the takeaway is we are going to get to hear some more Chris Cornell music. They said towards the arc of that creative period, at the end, he had become very interested in space people. Oh, well, my God. Right. So we have a little bit of a... They come from wow. space, huh. so they don't come from here. Wow. He's, he's opening a raw nerve with this. Yes. From a different planet. Part. They're from a different planet. Wait till it gets They're to the end. Outer space. Oh, All right. I mean, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right. Megadeth's Dave Mustaine still has more than a few issues with his former bandmates in Metallica. Yet, despite that, he still wants the bands to play together. During so a new I can kill him. During a new chat with Guitar World, Dave spoke about how Megadeth had to change with the turning tides of rock in the early 90s and couldn't help but taking a swipe at his former bandmates. He said, we made some minor changes at the behest of the record label, but that was as far as it went. We didn't sell out like other bands. We didn't change who we were. So as these metal stations went away the way of the Great White Buffalo, we had to decide, are we going to be alternative? Are we going to change like every other band? Metallica cut their hair off, put makeup on and all that stuff. And I got little haircuts during that time, but I never chopped it off. We decided we wouldn't change to fit the trend and would tough it out. He dredged up his old issues uh, from his time in Metallica as well, a period in which he feels his contributions have been completely overlooked. Recalling, in the early days, I was the only guitar player in the band and wrote some of the songs that ended up on their early records. So, for a guy who couldn't play guitar, I sure did effing influence things. The only reason James even played guitar early on was that we couldn't find anyone else. So who was it that couldn't play guitar? And then he went on to remember early on, James was terrified to talk to the crowd. And I would look at him and say, talk, man, get up there and effing talk. But James didn't do it. He stayed in the background and he's the effing lead singer. So I, the guy who can't play guitar, went up to the mic and started talking. And that's how it was until I left. Sounds like he's made peace with all this. James only started talking to the audience after I left. He had no choice. You can hear it on the tapes from the shows we did in San Francisco at the Waldorf and the Stone. I did all the talking, and most of what I said on stage was things that James would then copy after I left. So how do I view my influence on Metallica? It's pretty effing deep, he said. Mustaine didn't beat around the bush regarding the demand to see Metallica and Megadeth uh, teaming up on tour, though. He said, the fact is simple. The world wants to see Megadeth and Metallica play together. And in case anyone is wondering, there's effing money in that. 
The fans want to see Metallica and Megadeth share the stage. Does Megadeth need Metallica? No. But Metallica talks about their fans, but they don't give them what they've been asking for. What are they afraid of? I don't know. It's not me. It's them. Sounds like they're very close. Yeah, I think they're yeah, about yeah. ready to announce... Come on, man. I mean, but Metallica is so huge at yeah. this point. They don't need anybody. Uh, no, no. No. They they have far eclipsed Megadeth's success. And whether you, even if, you know, and a lot of people who like both bands, but yes. you can't deny that Metallica it. is a, uh, you know, a thundering force in the world of metal. All right, and then finally, switching gears completely, going the other direction, a new dance mix of Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson's 1983 chart topper Say 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 is back on the charts. I never liked it when it first came out. Really? I I liked it. Yeah. Uh, The official sanctioned and reimagined track by Kygo debuts at number 16 on Billboard's Hot Dance Electronic Songs chart. Is that the video where he's shaving? Uh, yeah, no, no. Michael isn't. I think Paul is because Michael couldn't grow a beard. No, no. Paul isn't. isn't it. Happen. Yeah, they're they're like snake oil salesmen. Yeah. They're, they're traveling around the traveling country around and, and then I get turned on by my own sister in a rip, bar, ripping people off. Uh, Billboard reported the track garnered nine hundred five thousand official streams and four hundred downloads sold in the United States between March thirty first and April sixth. Uh, Kygo, I think I think it pronounces Kygo. Kygo Say 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 remix also sits at number two on Billboard's Dance Electronic Digital Song Sale. Jeez. Which is pretty wild. Uh, that was the lead single from Paul's 1983 Pipes of Peace album and began its six-week run at number one on December 10th, 1983. So it was <laughs> number one. Are you guys interested in hearing it? Yeah. yeah I would like to. Kind of introduced you. It sounds just like Josh Groban. When this song hit, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of introduced me to the world of Paul McCartney. Ah. And I'm now a much bigger Beatles fan than I am a Michael Jackson fan. But everything that Michael Jackson touched in 83 and 84 oh, turned yeah. to gold. People and- will... I- well, listen, you, 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 you know, remember, we used to walk nine miles. I don't want to sound like that, but will we ever see a time where you have that huge a, 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 a an entertainment a phenomenon i mean just astonishing yeah, i, I mean know. everybody i mean J- michael jackson was getting played on rock stations and you know pop stations it was just all over the place i think there are just too many um things that vie for your attention and too many outlets to provide content so back then steve and again not to sound like an old man but yeah. like there was mtv and then there were radio stations and and beyond that you, you weren't watching this on YouTube. It's a little, certain, you little easier to dominate. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Fewer outlets. I, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. And now there's so much content, including Kygo. We were hyper focused. <laughs> Kygo. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. Doing the remix. And, you know, but towards the end, Michael got very interested with space people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's, that's my last item in music news. And we have one phone call to take before uh, breaking to come up to end. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this Kimberly? Yes, it is. Hi, Kimberly. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. I don't think I'm as good as you, though. No, you're not. No. Why not? I won $1,000. No! Well, we gave away $1,000 earlier. MMR's concert cash giveaway. We give it to Kendall earlier, Kimberly now. And now Courtney and Chloe. All of them. Yeah. All of them are getting them. Uh, and listen, uh, Kimberly, we're also going to give you tickets to the MMRBQ on September 16th as well. 
I'm really excited. Thanks so much. Our pleasure. All right, hang love on. You guys. Love the show. Listen we... to you every day. Oh, Thank you. We love you. Love you. Where are you from, by the way, Kimberly? I live in Telford. How far from you? I'm right. working in Harleysville. Yep. All right, All right. that's my that's my uh, my hunting grounds. Yeah. as Pierre would say, my hunting buddy. <laughs> All right, congratulations, Kimberly. Hang on the line. We'll take care of you. She just won a thousand dollars MMRBQ tickets. Next opportunity coming up at noon. By the way, um, and then it goes to three and then five. So we got uh, ample shots for you to take. All right, we're going to break. Come back in a second, and we'll get the letter day for the word of the week prize. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fun Fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Wrapping up our program for the day. Fun time today. Lots of, uh, Cash given away. Oh, my God. We gave away money and tickets this morning. We're excited about that. That continues in just a little while. So Jalen Hurts isn't the only wealthy person. Yeah, come on, man. We added two more people to that list today. Yeah, Jalen. And I would like to thank Sarah Silverman for being on the show today. She was wonderful and will be performing May 4th at the Met in Philadelphia. And tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. It was cool chatting with her. Uh, we also had a concert announcement, Greta Van Fleet. You can go to WMMR.com for all the information. Tickets go on sale this Friday, by the way, for that show. Um, before we say hello to the next person coming in, uh, today is a Tuesday. Yes, and that means we've got to get our winner for 10. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I, okay. <laughs> I want her. I want you to see this, Preston. I hit the Tattoos Day button, mm-hmm. and now it's going to work. Okay, hang on. See? My fingers on green here. Yep. No. Okay, so the, the touch screen... Let's turn that off. Yeah. The touch screen needs to be recalibrated. Yeah. All right, let me try it over here. <laughs> what, a, what a terrible system. All right, our winner of Tattoos Day is Tim Fagan. Hey! Tim is of Belmar, New Jersey, and just got himself a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And, of course, uh, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing located at 1729 South Street in Philly. For artwork samples, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. So, congrats, Tim. We can't wait to see what you end up getting. Jackie Bam Bam is here. I want you to be my hunting buddy, Press yeah, Paul. Thank, <laughs> thank you for carrying on the tradition. Yeah, that's why Pierre's off this week. He's out hunting with Ted Nugent. He's running around in a loincloth. <laughs> he loves he loves his hunting. Oh, man. He does. <laughs> and he always drinks the blood of his kill. Absolutely. Yep. And he, he culls every part of it. That's mm-hmm. the one thing he wants you to know. Is yeah. That, yeah, it doesn't. Nothing goes that wasteful. Hey, I gotta say, uh, I've always had a mean little crush on Sarah Silverman. That's oh. great. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That was great. She's actually. 
Excellent. All right, shall we do the letter of the day, Jackie Bam? We shall. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter R as in risk, my R. middle name. All right, R, and we are going to give away $500 from the Bagster. The Bagster. The Bagster is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. You can go buy it at any home improvement store. Uh, fill it and then simply schedule your collection and it is gone. Clean it up with the bagster. Yeah. Dumpster in a bag. Right there. Uh, I would, uh, well, what's coming up on your show today, Jackie? I can ask you that. Yes, you can. Uh, it is a double shot Tuesday and as Pierre would say, you have to call them in. So the uh, phone lines will be open all day long. 12 noon, uh, the concert cash word worth $1,000 with your MMRBQ tickets. We'll do it again when uh, Brent arrives at 3. So good luck with that. Uh, on the docket for Workforce Blocks. We will uh, pay the IRS, I say, in rock and roll. Ah. It's International Tax Day, so all that money songs. Uh, Mark Tremonti from Creed Alter Bridge, of course, celebrating a birthday. We'll get to him. And I spoke to one of the great eight at our MMRBQ once again, Mark LaBelle. He says hello to you guys Ah, from Dirty Honey. He's great. So I'll play a couple clips back in a big, big block. And you mentioned Greta Van Fleet tickets. Uh, well, you announced the show. Yeah. I will have those tickets. Nice. Uh, yes, that's right. You got tickets all week long. <laughs> and did I see you moon Marissa? Oh, you saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Wait, well, Seriously? I, I, uh, he just did as he was walking in. I was getting read the riot act from Man About Town, Bill Weston, and Marissa's banging on the window going, Preston, Steve, Nadia. So I come running down here, and I'm pulling my pants up, and I guess she had the camera running. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, you were read the riot act? Yes, I Okay. Uh, did you what, do something wrong yeah, yesterday? Yeah, what did you do? It was he, only day one. <laughs> They're telling me to calm down a little bit. <laughs> calm down? <laughs> you? Do they know who you are? Thank you, Yo Romano. Listen, you know what they do. They spend all day crunching numbers. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, crunching numbers. Uh, oh, too much fun with you guys. All right. Well, enjoy the Jackie Bam Bam experience. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Cisha brought to you today by... <laughs> By Duncan, the Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Family Company Jewelers. Uh, Viraggio Bridal Sale, April 27th through the 29th. You can save on there. Uh, save on the ring of her dreams, familyjewelers.com. Uh, tomorrow on the program is Wednesday. Fox Good Day, secret text word, more cash to give away, and we will have a good time. I'll bet you that. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala smart oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.